What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Don't Give Up the Ship Podcast, episode 132. Uh, and it's Ask the Chief Rev like 11, I think. Um, it's, yeah, it's been a while since we talked to Bob. He has been back, he got, he's back on a submarine now uh, for the first time in over a decade. Uh, so that's its own adventure. And then, you know, Sea Duty, he's super busy. Uh, as always, it's, it hasn't changed much. He's just now he's on a submarine instead of at submarine school. So, uh, yeah, we finally he finally had a moment. So we we jumped on kind of uh, last minute and, and chopped it up about uh, just like like it's like an update on what's been going on with him, how the adjustment back to a submarine has been. Um, it's kind of a bizarre thing for a, a chief to be away from submarines as long as he has and then go back and try to fill that role. Plus it was, if that's not hard enough, which I can tell you that it is, now I don't have personal experience like being away from one that long, but I'm just saying like, if I had been, I just going to shore duty and coming back is hard enough. After three years away, you're like, oh God, I got to remember how to do all these things. And then I would go to different classes of submarine each time. So there was, that was its own adjustment, but it's a way milder version of what Bob's going through right now. And then, uh, if that's not hard enough, the rating merger, um, which a lot of people are probably, if you're outside of the submarine community, you're probably pretty unfamiliar, but it's just like they merged some ratings. Uh, he used to be a radio man, and then they kind of like merged them with ITSs, but then changed their roles. And now all of a sudden he's a land guy, basically. So it's like he's got a whole new job, too. It's really it's a really strange situation to be in. Um, and, you know, it's it's going so we got into all that uh talked about some season stuff a little bit uh towards the end i think but um but yeah it was it's you know it was good to talk to him it's been a while because he's just been so busy um but also uh you know like i know you guys are are fans of chief bob and are probably wondering what he's been up to so i hope you all enjoy this check it out you ever been walking through the navy exchange and wonder why all the naval pride and heritage gear is horrifically ugly and you wouldn't actually wear it have you ever wanted some really cool gear and you just don't know where to go well i got you fam go to dgutsapparel.com immediately get yourself some naval pride and heritage gear you'll actually wear in public uh we're working on new designs all the time open to ideas we're trying to create a brand that uh lets you display that pride but doesn't make you cringe uh also if you're willing to and you're able to please go to patreon.com slash podcast pick one of the five tiers and become a patron today it's like it seems like because somebody was asking me about you and or they said when i was talking to ariana and desiree the other day they were like yeah bob really wanted to be on but you know and i'm like bob has fucking 700 flaming chainsaws that he's juggling at all times he does not have time for this shit <laughs> so i did really <clears throat> i did really want to be there because i talked yeah. to um ariana i think the uh probably like two or three days before final night mm. um <laughs> Because I was just curious, like, I don't know, I haven't really had a chance to listen to anything. The only, they're just stacking up so bad. The only podcasts (laughs) I've been listening to are, it's like a a morning daily news one Mm -hmm. that's 15 minutes. And I I listen to, I watch breaking points almost every day just to see what's going on in the world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly and that's all it is i let it play on the sink next to me while i shave and all that yeah um and like that's the only time i have to do mm-hmm. anything like <laughs> I, I caught myself a few times driving to work and just 
total silence. Yeah, um, yeah. It's probably a good thing. It's like it's, meditative. <laughs> you probably need oh, the it's, silence. It's brutal. Um, How's yeah? Get what's like? What's been? I like. I mean, besides, because because so, you well, you got the boat right, and then you've got home, yeah. and then you've got. I don't even know what else. Well, the so the hard part with, it, a, with when I got to the boat, right? Because I don't think I've talked to you mm-hmm. since I officially checked into the boat. Not really. Um, no, like I think last time we talked, you were on leave or something. You were about to go on like a trip, uh, I like think, a, after school, maybe. I don't remember. Whatever. It, I don't, I don't think you were actually checked. But anyways. In there, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we I went out. I met up with the boat, mm-hmm. got on for a week. Right. So I got right. on with Ors. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is the worst time to get on because that's so weird most ceos won't busy. let yeah most ceos won't let that happen it's everybody everybody and the food and parts are worse off that's weird they're always worried something's going to go wrong yeah, and the well, horse team's delicate sensibilities are going to be offended so they're just like worried about it i think it was just they just wanted to get some people out there and then the guy that i was relieving mm-hmm. he was getting off he was leaving yeah on. yeah okay so we I mean, f- figuratively high fived topside. Yeah. Same BSP. Uh, but I didn't even, you're, it's topside at BSP. Like, you don't have time to. Right. Yeah. To you don't have time to talk. Chat, right. It's just like, get on, so get off. I don't, I couldn't pick a, the dude out of a lineup. I don't know who he is. Right. Uh, which is fine. Like, I've talked to him a little bit before yeah. they, they left to the beginning of the underway, but mm-hmm. um, I didn't get like a full turnover with him. Right. Right. So I showed up. But like I didn't even have a TLD for a couple of days because <laughs> no command yeah. is going to give you one in the middle of ORS. Right, and um, you're not going back aft anyway unless the submarine's on fire. Exactly. And at that point, a dose estimate's going to be the least of their concerns. Exactly. <laughs> Until it's over. So I just kind of hung out and yeah. like, um, you know, met the dudes. Kind of tried mm-hmm. to get my feet under me a little bit. Yeah. Um, and and this is your crew. Kinda, you weren't you weren't just yep. riding the other crew to be on the boat. It was actually your crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a lot okay. of just trying to meet with meet the people, put faces right. like, oh, okay, you are in my division mm. and you are in my division or whatever, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, and that was fine. It is what it is, but you can only be so productive in that right. time span, especially when the first three and a half days are eaten up with a horse. Yeah. Um, and then we did, so we pulled in, turnover, mm. and um, I had... So I had a first class. Um, was homeboy there for who, turnover? You're the uh, the guy you relieved, or was he gone? Oh, no, that's what I mean. He got off. Oh God! On the same BSP. How did you off. turn over if you didn't even know what the hell was going on? You just stood there and like, you're like, yep, cool. I hope everything's all right. Because like, dude, that almost always holds up turnover. Something to do with crypto. Like they can't find some shit or like whatever. Well, and I'm it's the like, land guy. Oh the yeah, land yeah, guy yeah. I keep forgetting guy, you're not so radio anymore. To. So you probably just high um, Yeah. Basically. Well, yeah. so the first class was like, he was pretty senior. He made chief this year also, which is awesome. Oh, nice. Um, and so he took over. He basically mm. became the chief for like those days because yeah. I didn't really know what. Right. I felt yeah. Okay. Because they kept asking me like, hey, what do you think? Should we do this? Should we do this? And I'm like, like I don't hey, know. Man, I don't talk to him dude <laughs> and it's like oh well you're here now you know so i wanted to run it by you and i'm like i appreciate that I, you can I and know, i'm just gonna look at him and are. yeah <laughs> that's um, funny i mean at least they're yeah and so i too. i just kind of 
tried to sit back and watch and see, yeah, yeah. you know, the dynamics of everything. But so mm-hmm. I had that one first class and then I have three second classes okay. and a third. In Landiv? Um, That's a lot of people, I feel like. I guess it's you guys well, have probably have different duties and responsibilities after the rating merger or whatever than what I'm used to anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh. There's like a whole I don't know what you guys you have to stand now and is it land tech? It's or is it different? Cyber tech. Oh fancy so pants. Space for us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um so we stand cyber tech or cyber watch. I don't know what it's what the called. Fu- like um, on those old ass submarines, what 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 could possibly qualify as something that needs to be called as like that needs the attention of a cyber tech? Like I mean, old ass analog ass submarine. The land is still the land. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. They just bolted it it to an old boat. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny. So, so anyway, so like, uh, I had that. Somebody got promoted for for that. Yeah. I had that first class for three weeks and then he transferred. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was me and, my junior dudes, my mm-hmm. most senior guy has been on the boat. I think he just cracked a year. Damn. Um, you got so all them second all classes and none of them have been there more than a year. When I showed up, um, Oh, the day, I think it was when we were surfaced and we were mm-hmm. pulling in, it was the surface transit in and I was able to push the right buttons and nudge the right people. And they got two of my four, up in the bridge to get pinned and get their fish. Okay. Um, the third one got his fish last week and my last guy gets his fish. Hopefully a week. Yeah. Um, that's good. Hopefully next week he'll have his board and, and get his fish. Um, but like, that's how it sounds good when you're like, dang, four seconds. Yeah. is All right. But then you're like, yeah, it oh, does. No, they're <laughs> it's basically <laughs> semen. Oh God. <laughs> I have four yeah. semen that are just paid seconds. So, right. I mean, which good for them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, they're not like traditional second classes. That you How did they make ranks so damn fast? If they're not, if they been around. automatic third class. And uh, I think okay. the advancement for a cycle, at least one cycle was a hundred percent to second. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they just kept breathing. So, Got it. <laughs> right place at the right time, you know? Yeah. Good yeah. For them. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can't hate on them for it. Yeah, know? no, it's not their fault. They existed at the time. There was 100% advancement. Like, right. I'll take it. I, I would have took it if it was ever that good. So, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I'm not I'm not bashing them. So, yeah. um, but they just don't have the traditional second class yeah, skills. Like you experience. Of somebody who's like, hey, yeah. I'd been on the boat for two and a half years before I made second right. or something. Right. Um, which, whatever. So, anyways, they're all just super junior. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's been difficult, not because they don't know anything. Like they know a lot. They're super smart dudes. They all like, really want to do well. I don't have any, any, uh, like, I don't know. Yeah. They just need time of things like, which is good. Yeah. They just need the experience, which is fine. Yeah. It's just hard when the last time I was on a submarine, my rate did not exist. Right. So when something confusing comes up and they're like, Hey, how do we do this? And I'm like, good question. Let's find uh out together. (laughs) Yeah. Let's go downstairs and let's go talk to squadron. Yeah. Um, which has been super helpful. I told them when I did my check-in process and I sat down with them, Mm -hmm. like 
hey man, I don't, there's a lot of this stuff. Like I'm not dumb. I'm not computer dumb, but like, yeah. I don't know how to IT on a submarine. That's right. a lot of specifics that I am not familiar with. Um, so I, I still can't like believe certain, they've sent you back to a boat, dude. I know you volunteered, but I'm just saying like, I still can't believe they even did it. I'm surprised they didn't say no. That's what it is. Um, and so it's been, it's been fine. Um, yeah. it's just been a lot of, it's been a steady fire hose of everything. Yep. Cause like when I checked in, um, when I talked to like my cob, mm-hmm. he was like, all right, well, and a lot of it was like, I'm trying to check in during ORS, obviously like trying to get that right. done with, which and no so one a lot gives of it a was fuck like, during ORS. Like it's like the last thing right. on their mind. And it's also like, Hey man, you've been in for, we started talking about how long we've been in or whatever mm-hmm. it was. I don't remember how it was, but something came up and one of the dudes looked over at me and he was like, Oh, I heard you were the new baby chief. And I was like, nah, bro. Doubt it. I'm the new daddy. I chief. said, I doubt it. <laughs> I mean, it's possible, but I doubt it. I'm the and new he was like, daddy. Well. <laughs> he was I don't like, even know what that means. I just chief? said it. Cause I thought it was <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah. They always think you got a baby <laughs> face. Like I do like minus the beard. Yeah. Like everybody thought I was, I was younger than I was. And yeah, if you shaved, you would get ID'd to drive a car. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, yeah. When I shave, when I'm clean face. shaven, I look way, I mean, I'm starting to get a lot of lines and stuff. So it's a little a less, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, does your mom know you're here? Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. But so he was like, I was like, no, I, I made it in 18. And they were like, Oh, well, and in my head, I was like, it wasn't that long ago. I yeah, guess, but, I, but it, I mean, in the long. grand scheme of things, that's a hot minute. Yeah, like you've been a chief for, I mean, that's five years, right? Right. Six years. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. a while, man. And like so, most dudes are picking up senior chief around then, I feel like, like on average. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, my whole career, I've been behind average. That's fine. Man, um, but he was like, oh, he's like, when did you join? And I was like, oh, seven. And he was like, oh, and you could kind of see him. And he's like, no, you're definitely not the baby. And then we started yeah. doing the math and looking at it and then realized that I'm the most senior chief. I thought I thought you had already established that. Like, I feel like you told me that or maybe it was a story where the same thing happened at, at sub school or something. But like, no, I thought you the, told well, that me happened. that. That they did so that. that was just like a conversation with him, but then okay. chief season comes out, right? Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That okay. was the phone card thing when they're trying to figure yeah, out where they're trying business. to figure out who's and how to do it in in order or whatever. So yeah. when they passed out phone cards to everybody, everybody looked mm. at it and it's like, how's this new clown at the top of the sheet? Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. And so <laughs> I had like three different people be like, when did you make it? And it's like, yeah, Listen, man, just because I really like, lost. yeah. Like at what point do we just accept that? Uh, like I age gracefully, bitch. All right. <laughs> George or Clooney is a motherfucker. Like, yeah. Well, that too. Like, uh, like P- I, I always laughed when like people would get salty about like, uh, who was it? Like if it was in the wrong order on the phone card and they're just like, well, I'm senior to them. And it's like, who gives a fuck, dude? It's a phone card that no one's ever like, going to Do use. I get to pick my... Do I get to pick my rack then? <laughs> yeah, well, and that's how they that's do it on B ends usually is yeah, like that. I'm I'm real concerned about that. I was pissed because my EDMC, they have like an EDMC's rack, and he had just got yeah. frocked. Like he was a squadron chief, uh, and then he got frocked a senior chief, and our EDMC had just like fell out medically. And so we need it was like an emergency and he was already qualified, so they sent him down. And he great dude. Like I love him to death. Um, but yeah, I was like, I had just checked in as this was happening and I asked like 
They, and they're like, any rack that's not the Cobbs. And I'm like, all right. So because I'm the most I was the most senior guy on board, not named Cobb. And even with EDMC coming down. And so I put my all I liked that rack because, of course, I did. And so I put all my sh- I moved into right. it. I had all my shit in there. And then the Cobb comes up to me like the day before Mark was supposed to come down. He's like, you need to move out of that rack. And I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> he goes, that's the EDMC's rack. And I'm like, the EDMC is a baby senior chief. I'm not moving any fucking where. And then we got into this like argument. I'm like, are you are you serious? So we issue racks in order of seniority, except for the EDMC. I'm like, this is fucking stupid. I'm senior to him. And they're like, yeah, but he's at EDMC. I'm like, so the fuck what? I'm the fucking supply department chief. Like, it's the same shit. And like, I get it. He's the EDMC and it's a huge department and it's an important job. Like, I get it, but fuck off. I'm senior to him. And right. so I ended up having to move because the cop was being a punk and because it's like the BN thing that they do. But no one told me until I had yeah, already like got the, cozy in that rack, side. dude. I was so pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Port side forward. I was mad as fuck. Middle rack. Yeah. Rude. I like my other uh, rack though. So well, I just took the one empty one that was in there. Um, yeah, which was I was in uh, on starboard side on mm. the uh, six pack on the bottom, like way at the end. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a nice one. Back one in that deep, dark hole, like it, when you go all the way outboard, that's nice. Yeah, like that was, it's so quiet back it, there and dark and cold. It was quiet. It's just like it's so small that like you can't get dressed without running into eight people. So I felt oh, yeah. trying to just exist, you know? Yeah. I, that's and what like, I liked. You know, I had the in- sleeping. Yeah. I had the, on port side, I had the, I ended up in the middle rack. It was like right when you walked in the door, the one right in front of you to kind of to your on left, the, like it's yeah, inboard yeah, middle. Yeah. And there's board. nothing. Yeah, there's nothing across from you, which sucks because that's the wall where the booth is. But then it's like it's cool because, yeah, you're only there's only two other guys that could possibly live there. So it's like less people to right. uh, maneuver around. But yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, so anyways, like it was it was fine. But while I, when I checked in, so when people realized like I wasn't brand new. Yeah, it was like, oh, and they're like, okay, and you've been in for a while. So there's a lot mm. of like, you know what you're doing with this. And I'm yeah, like they just assume. Like, yeah, <laughs> they start so blazing off all your uh, all your recalls and shit. <laughs> like, no, ah, you well, get it. So much that, but they did that to me yeah, too, and I had never been on a BN. And it was like, I'm like, hey, I haven't been on a submarine in 12 years. Yeah, and they're like, what? Oh, I'm like, I have not Reary. been on a submarine on any <laughs> submarine. <laughs> longer yeah. than like half of our chiefs have yeah been have in been in the navy, navy. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, that's fun that's I, a fun context i am not okay i am not as senior as you think as far as like submarine experience yeah experience or whatever right yeah yeah and and so a lot of the i mean everybody was super helpful when i would explain it like i have yeah. no issues with any of that the problem yeah. is a lot of the stuff that i have to ask or like what they look at you and they're like you know about this yeah yeah nope sure don't (laughs) yeah so like we're we're talking about you know just every time you pull in on a bn a 30-year crew goes away and you get brand new people right Mm -hmm. um and so they were saying um our cop was like hey were you ever are you qualified chief of the watch or dive and i said i did qualify chief of the watch before nice yeah before i left my first boat again yeah. 12 years ago right i mean um, still though i there'll be a little bit of residual knowledge probably like oh yeah i kind of remember this you know like 
I remember I need to pressurize the fire main when there's a fire. <laughs> yes, you do. That's a fact. Knowledge. I mean, yeah, I'm just saying some of it might come back to you once you get rolling and you'll be like, OK, I kind of remember this. And like, yeah, it is a so long then, time, though. So like, yeah, I don't know. man. That is a really so to put it into context. I had to Google like the colors and shapes of that the knobs for the the alarms because i didn't remember which was which ah. i mean they're labeled but like yeah yeah i couldn't tell you which color and shape Damn. each of the alarms were you know yeah i mean, so I mean like, it's bad they should probably they should probably make you like uh, do a, a an actual like submarine recall because they just told me like i requalified chief of the watch and they were just like that's your submarine recall Cause like I, the, but I, mean, I had been on a boat stuff, way more recently. I like realistically I'm fine. And that's why I, that yeah. was part of the reason why if I was going back to a boat, I wanted to go back to a mm. BN. Cause like right. I can get through right. it just fine. If you told me it was a fire in a space, I know mm. how to get there. Yeah. I may yeah. not right off the top of my head. Remember the nearest fire hose, but I'm yeah. going to figure it out when I get there. It, you know what I yeah, mean? And it, I'm not yeah, that there's, bad, but there's a certain amount of just like muscle memory and like knowledge that yeah. over that four and a half years on your first boat was just like encoded into your fucking DNA. So it's just like, yeah, I don't doubt right. that. Like, uh, yeah, I know after one patrol EAB and put it on. Yeah. After one patrol, it's like, it's going to feel like you, like you never left almost, you know? Yeah, it was totally fine, but yeah. So then there was there was that, but then so he was like, "Well, cool, we've lost a bunch of people. I'm gonna need mm. you to uh, be chief of the watch next for next way. under, like, yeah, okay, of course. Fine. You're gonna get I'll so much trainer out, you know? time, dude. Like it's gonna be nothing. Well, like, but then he goes, actually, I'm also gonna need you to certify. <laughs> and I, which went, that's okay. Squadron's gonna stand there while you do drills in the trainer, dude. You'll be fine. You'll do so many fucking trainers during." PDTP or off crew or whatever you want to call it. Like you're going to be in the trainer so no. damn much. Huh? Dude, that dive and drive trainer is slammed. It's, it's so, fun though. I love I, that thing, it man. It can be when it you can, don't well, have people yeah. screaming at you the whole time true. because you don't know what you're doing. True. It depends um, on who your OI is and if the cob is going to be chill or not. But yeah. So like before we went into it the first time, you know, I went through, we sat down as a watch team. as just like a mm -hmm. quick reminder and walked through like, the diving procedure and blah, blah, blah. And he yeah. kind of walked us through what's going to happen in the trainer. So I said, did you have an OI with you? And yeah, technically like a qualified dude. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. just so saying that's pretty rough to just, Oh, we're just going to refresh on some procedures when you haven't seen a BCP in 12 years and then just like start rolling. That's a little, uh, that's a little much. That's basically Jesus. what it was. Can I open a so book? Then it first? was like, it was basically what it was. Well, the problem is like, I mean, you've, clearly read an SSM before Yeah, reading the dive procedure from that and then actually mm -hmm. doing it or like not even yeah. close to the same thing. That's not, that's like, fair. But like, I'm, I'm one of those, like, I got to do that for my brain to be able to like, not fuck it up when I'm in the trainer or when I'm doing it in real life. Like I have to start with, opposite. I need to, uh, okay. I need to see I, and do, I uh -uh. need to see and do, and I can monkey I, see monkey do all day. I need to like start with reading the book and then I need to stand there and watch a smart kid do it. And then I can sit down, but they would always dude, always. They're like, just sit in the chair. You'll figure it out. And I'm like, no, I won't. I'm going to, I'm going to melt into a little puddle of goo, dude. Cause I don't, I get overwhelmed when my brain doesn't have the information like uh -huh. 
encoded, you know? So like, yeah, I'm the opposite, dude. I, I, I need to crawl, walk, run, or it's not going to fucking work right. And I'm going to get yelled at. <laughs> I have to like see it happen and have somebody mm-hmm. explain to me what they're doing as it yeah. happens. Yeah. Um, but there's dumb things when they were like, um, so there's a maintenance trainer that's just the BCP in the room. The room doesn't move, yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's meant yeah. for like the Navi T maintenance, right? So mm-hmm. I go into that and I took the, I, after that first dive and tribe trainer, there was mm-hmm. not no bueno, but, um, yeah, of course, which like I to the shock of absolutely into, no one. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. that didn't prevent me from getting yelled at. There was zero grace well, given, but okay. Um, but like, fuck off. Like I wouldn't hurt my feelings at all. I'd, I probably would have been laughing and smirking the whole time. Like who gives a fuck? It doesn't Let's hurt do my feelings, shit. but I'm one of those dudes that like, so getting yelled at mm. does not, it doesn't help me to do anything Yeah, in the slightest. And when you're in a stressful situation, yeah. you're like, got it. The, the actual building is not in a jam dive, right? Right. Like, right. The well, building and- does not actually have a hydraulic <laughs> rupture. Uh, yeah. But and it's also like those things, right? But I, dude, I've been taking the boat to PDS dive and I, I have the COs yelling at me, the cobs yelling at me. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, man. Like I need to focus on the, what I'm doing. And if I'm already struggling, you're not fucking helping. And it like, drowns out me trying to get like talk to my planesman and the chief of the watch and all that. it's like dude shut the fuck up this is dangerous like it's stupid so, i hate yeah that i'm shit. not a fan of like when it's something stressful like that or like a time sensitive or yeah thing and you're getting yelled yeah if i screwed up on some paperwork and a dude wants to yell at me that my paperwork is screwed yeah, up that's cool. fine yeah it's paperwork yeah but when it's like flipping switches mm. and the safety of the ship like yeah and or you know mm. simulated but still yeah. like, i need to learn it so i'm it's real and they're yelling at you about something it just yeah. i just completely shut down because i'm like i didn't yep. know what i was doing before yeah and now did not yeah. you did not scream the answers so that doesn't actually help. right I, dude i started stare like an idiot i started telling everybody to shut the fuck up man i became that guy where like i'd tell my officer of deck to stop talking i would tell like the cob to shut up or like whoever was there that thought they were helping except for the only person i didn't say that to was the co because the type of duty is and he's a co i'm not going to do yeah. that in front of control but like everyone right. else i would i didn't give a fuck i'm like you're not in this chair and like and i i've looked at the cob in control and i like but like do you want to fuck do you want to relieve me no then shut up like, cause I'm doing shit. You know what I mean? It's like, you could tell me how fucked up it was after we're at PD, but, or whatever we were doing, you know what I mean? Like the diving right. procedure or surfacing procedure. It's like, it's the worst possible time for a side seat driver. Like, dude, I know shut the fuck up. And if you want to relieve me because you think you can do it better, stand by to be relieved. And I would say that all the time. Yeah, that please. was like my catchphrase, bro. Stand by to be relieved. Like, yeah, don't threaten me with a good time. Like fucking CO used to say that all the time. Like he said one time to me in control, he goes, why do I even have a dive? Like, because we were, I forget what, I think I might've failed PD because he was, he he was the type of dude, he was a fast boat guy. So he was the type of dude that would come in control and he would just want you to do dumb shit. Like he would walk in, I'd be pumping sands and doing a bunch of other shit. And he would come in and be like, uh, off the deck, take the ship to dive one SQ. And I'm like, are you fucking joking? Like I'm in the middle of shit. But he just wanted us to be able to do that. And I got to the point where I could over time. First one was a shit show. Like we just abandoned it. I didn't even get close. But then um, 
he would do shit like he he'd come in and uh so like we we started doing PD trips where he wanted us to go up slow or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know how to like, I've never done that. Like, I always just do it the way we do it because it's a BN and we don't need to do that. Like, we're not a fast boat. We're not a GN. Right. And so it's like a, a, he would want us to do all these things. And it's like, cool. Can we train on it first? Because like, I'm not going to know. Like, I don't have ever I wasn't as experienced as some of those dudes where I could just like adjust in my head. It was like, no, I have a like a process. And then like when right. you change a variable, I need to like prepare for that. And it's like right. and I kept telling them like they thought I was a great dive. But I was like, dude, I'm not as good at it as you think I am. I'm good at the routine shit. But when something goes wrong, dude, I'm like, fuck, I don't know, dude. <laughs> like one day, uh, one yeah. of the we had the ES, we had ESGNs or whatever the, the old yep. shit that we that the boats used to have yep. and one of them was already fucked up and then the other one uh went offline and apparently that kills all uh digital indications so like you're sitting there it's no it's the mid watch because of course it is so you're sitting there and everything just goes and we're like oh fuck <laughs> like oh god and then i realized all the manual indications were still good i'm like all right and i'm just like all right we're good we got manual indications everybody drive off that and we'll figure out the fuck's going on but i like dude i uh, my soul left my body i was like we're so fucked i am not the person that should be up here for this <laughs> like it was such a fucking shit show man but thank and thank god the captain was in the rack and it was a midwatch too because he would have come in there and flipped out and then it would have just been a f- nothing you know what i mean like nothing would have went the way it was supposed to and yeah fuck but yeah sorry i, I don't know anyway so i just with the amount of things and realizing that my division was so junior mm-hmm. that like everything just takes longer yeah and i kind of yeah. talked to the co about that when i checked in i'm like hey listen yeah. Um, you know, I was like, I'm not trying to pretend that I'm like the smartest IT in the world. And I said, but I'm not a dumb chief. I know how mm. to chief. I just need to figure out how to do it in this, how to apply it here. Right. Um, right. So there's, and it's just a different ship. It's a different command. It's a different time. It's whatever. Yeah. So there's going to be things that you're going to ask for that. I don't know what you're talking about, mm-hmm. which means I can't help my dudes much. And if they've never done it, I'm going to walk them through it. It might take me a little bit longer. I might be slower on certain things. Right. I want to make sure they know how to do it yeah. because ultimately like who cares? Right. I could destroy my knee tomorrow and never be there again, but like my mm. dudes are still going to be there and they need. To know yeah. How to yeah. So, well, and, um, and also like, like you, I would just like, like, so you, you had that conversation. I guarantee they're going to go, they're going to come after you for being slow on some shit. And it's just like, I would also like, um, just like know it's coming that like especially if there's a maintenance item which again now that you're not the radio guy and like and i know that's not even real anymore it's like a fucking whatever it is now or might but like you know like the with the next the sale it might be in a couple months well yeah <laughs> the sale was always a thing like there's always certain maintenance items that it's like during like refit that it's like that's what's going to keep the boat in you know what i mean like so like it comes back we're doing oh, refit yeah, yeah. And then like, so when, when the boat comes back this next time and then you guys take it and you're in refit, 
it's like there's going to be something that at some point you're holding the football and you're going to be doing the same thing you've been doing where you're walking your guys through it and making sure you train. It takes a little bit longer, but it's like if it, especially if it's underway limiting, sweet Jesus. Like I, one time, I think, I don't know if I've told you this story. One time we did a food load and it was for like a, we knew we were going to be gone greater than 90 days. So we had a shitload of food and I had a brand new kid check in and we put stuff in the fan room and he found what he thought was a cool little like puka to put stuff in and it was right in front of the suction for a fan and so he just jammed these laundry bags full of shit in front of the suction of this fan like toy toy like a toyga and then the fan smoked itself overnight and i mean we were supposed to go underway in like a week and so they had like and i mean i got lit on fire there was a critique i got counseled like but i ate all of it i didn't tell i was like i don't know who did it i didn't like i failed to walk through and check everything and like i had to write like a uh revise my load plan to include like the areas in the fan room that are off limits we put like uh caution tape around certain areas so that people would visually know that you can't do that i think during the next refit we actually ended up painting it all yellow and black but um but yeah or red or something i don't fucking know but yeah like that kind of shit like and and dude like if you want to see an 1120 have a fucking stroke like he was so fucking pissed because it's like they all want to be like admirals when they grow up so it's just like they just see the, yeah. their career flashing before their eyes because some dumb cook couldn't figure out how to fucking. Yeah, you know I mean, like, yeah, <sighs> oh, BS. it was luckily um, minor. They, those the CO and the XO have been super understanding. Yeah. The Cobb is just he just has I don't know how to say it because a lot of the, just the things that I would describe him or like explain him doing. Mm-hmm. sound bad but they're not it's he's very much like it's not that he is just like constantly cracking the whip it's like mm-hmm. he's just stern he just and like high, on it. he pushes everybody and he good yeah is and has very high standards you know what i mean i feel like that's um, the cobb's job dude he's like the constant yeah. like get behind everybody and push like he's the constant like like pressure to move forward and to mm-hmm. be better and to be on top of shit. Like, so like, and I, you know, like you, if you're doing it right, you're not going to be anyone's like favorite. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to have many fans and that's cool. Like He's, later in your no. career, you will, but like, I feel like that's the good that's thing with this good. guy is like the crew absolutely loves him. Oh, good. Awesome. Even better. That um, means he's killing it. That's dope. He, no, he really is. Um, yeah. It's just, it's hard when I first show up and I'm like, Hey man, yeah, like you almost yeah. have to treat me like a surface cross rate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I promise I'm not that. <laughs> d- I know how to chief. I just don't know how to do it here. Right. So there's some things you might need to explain. And then like an hour later, it's like, you fucking idiot. Why don't no, I mean, not really, but like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's like, yeah, yeah. His but that's probably frustrations come out probably reflexive in a way too because that dude's spinning a lot of plates you know what i mean so he probably like yeah you told him that but that doesn't mean he remembered you know like five minutes even though it's like the same day it's like that dude's got a lot going on and he's having a lot of conversations and then he he'll probably treat you just like everyone else and then like if it gets to be too much and you say something he's like dude i'm sorry like i i like i just look at you and see a chief you know what i mean you got fish on like yeah. I don't, it's not always going to process as part of the calculus. You know what I mean? No. And he's, he, 
uh, he will like, he's made a few points of like, I don't think people are stupid. I think people do stupid things or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at the thing that you did. Right. But he's also very understanding of like, I will teach you how to do it once. Mm -hmm. And then now that you've seen how to do it once, like you Mm -hmm. will do it right from then on. Right. Um, and it's not like if you screwed up once, he's going to like end your career. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, yeah. But he's not going to politely tell you that you might have missed a step. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, All right. But but like you said, like he's a cop. He's like under yeah. permanent stress, just like everybody else. Um, right. And so it's I get that his like initial reaction sometimes comes off a little hot, but he is. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as he gets like he settles for a second, takes a deep breath, he's like an mm. extremely good teacher of things. Like yeah, he breaks down the big picture of what's happening and why and how and right. all that stuff. He does all that stuff really, really well. He's really great That's with dope. that. He um, sounds, sounds and good, dude. Yeah, no, it's awesome. It's like. just I'm so it's it's not him, it's me. I am so well, yeah, the power curve with where I and, should be at that I take a lot of it on the chin and I'm trying to, yeah. And you're gonna, and that's just, yeah, I feel like that's just like, it's like you kind of knew this was coming. Like you knew you were going to have to take your medicine quite a bit, like uh, coming back to a boat and, and the, like during the learning curve portion of of readaption, you know, like you knew, you knew this was coming and you're probably in a way better position than you could have been because that crapshoot of like, Who's going to be my cop? Like, who? how's this mess going to be? What's the command culture going to be like? So, like, it sounds like you got a pretty solid, a pretty solid group, man. So, like, it could yeah, be worse. Yeah, no, they really are awesome. Um, like, yeah. I'm, I'm super happy with it. I just, it sucks when you show up and it's like, you just feel like an idiot compared to everybody yeah. and everything. And that's, yeah. again, that's temporary. I'll learn. I'll be fine. Um, right. And it was nice because I was like, I, I don't know. I didn't have an ulcer or anything, but like probably damn near. But I was just like, I was losing sleep. It was not healthy with the amount yeah. of stress that I had with yeah. just trying to live in my own division and then mm-hmm. trying to like go from effectively not knowing anything about mm-hmm. standing chief of the watch to certifying in the trainer. And not Did just you already certify. We also have. Well, so we went through all that and I, I was talking to people. I asked the cop, yeah. like, Hey, who's the best dude here? Mm. And I went and found that guy and said, will you please sit in the trainer with me for hours Yeah. during our stand down when the other crew was gone? Mm. Um, I spent like, I kept going over to the trainer and I was sitting in there by myself with the book for like three hours at a time on muster yeah. days, just trying to get familiar with basics. Right. Um, and like I was, I was just killing myself trying to do all these things instead of saying like, Hey, I can't do this because at the time there was kind of no option. Like there was nobody else. We just didn't have enough qualified people to do the things. So it was kind of like, okay, I guess I'm going to be the guy. And I kind of told him like, I, I'm going to try, but like you better find a really good dive who knows how to play the game. Yeah. And yeah the dive drive who up. can like kind of nudge me here and there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, yeah. and so he sat down, had a good talk with me for a little bit about it. And, um, the only part that killed me about that was I get a lot of the, like, Hey man, I get it. When I went to shore duty, like I was rusty when I came back to a boat and I'm that's like, yeah, now <laughs> multiply that by four. And that's how yeah. long it's been, you know? Yeah. Um, like I know I, I get it so a little, hard, but 
like because I went for to a new class of submarine each time. So like right. it was like but it was like fresh enough that I remembered like the submarining part. But yeah, you had to relearn even like how to get on and off the boat and then like how everything works and right. where everything is. And like Carter was real right. weird. And then going to a BN, right. I mean, it was kind of the same. It was like, yeah, I know how to do my job, but like. I don't know how to do my job here. And it's a lot different on a BN. Exactly. So it's like, but it's not like I, I wouldn't compare it to like, I, I got like 20% of what you had. Maybe like, it's a lot. You're, you're in a very unique scenario, dude. Uh, like it's, I'm impressed it was just that hard, like, you're dealing with it as well as you are. <laughs> well, as relative. Yeah. But he had said, um, but so I think last week I talked to him and we were like in the ESM trainer for mm -hmm. full days and I was coming by at lunch trying to do like just put out 47 fires at one time. Right. Right. And I don't have an LPO that I can be like, hey, man, can you sit mm -hmm. there and drill them in the trainer for me really yeah. quick while I go do this thing? And then our my counterpart, the radio guy. He's in their trainer at the other end of the hallway, mm. cramming his dudes through, and he's hurting yeah. so bad. One of my dudes is standing watch for him of this course. underway because he's so shorthanded. Um, so like he doesn't have the bandwidth to have somebody support either. Yeah. And so he saw me kind of going back and forth with that, and he flagged me down one of the days, and he's like, "Hey man, we got orders for this guy that's gonna be here before the underway, and so they worked it so that he went. He works the dive and drive." now oh nice and so they were they were basically like the dude's good and then yeah he's uh, already coming that we have orders on. hyper proficient at this shit he teaches it yeah, yeah yeah and so they basically just said like hey come learn our crew's terminology or whatever you know yeah it's yeah. a little bit different on things and um mm -hmm. they moved the watch bill around and he pulled me off the certification good um, good but he says i'm still gonna need to be there for he said, I'm still going to be on the watch bill for the underway, which is kind of. Yeah. Odd. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know if he means immediately or I, I don't know. It's weird. Right. I mean, part. like I, you should I'm, be, I'm but you, it's he'll probably only have you on there when we're when the boat's not alert and when there's no outside entities on board. You know what I mean? Like, so he's he'll probably put you on there to get proficient just doing regular shit, transiting and stuff. And then when you get to like our the box that, that you're gonna be in yeah and you're, it's near alert because when you're alert it's like there's a lot of stuff that happens that you can't fuck up like so it's like exactly yeah he's gonna want a probably a more experience and then you know like after this patrol you'll have all that experience then you'll get to go through all the shit next you know off crew where Which you're doing fine. all the train and then you'll be ready to just be the guy and it won't be yeah, yeah. it won't be a thing so no yeah. and so that's where like whatever so that like as soon mm. as he told me that I, he was like i just want to let you know it's not because i don't think that you could do it it's not the right blah, blah, blah. he's like i just between talking to you seeing mm. you around the office talking to other people that you've talked to like yeah this is it's, not like it's this not. Is not healthy for you no <laughs> yeah and that's the position that's the main point like yeah you could figure it out but your division's gonna suffer a lot because like all you because when you're underway and you're standing that eight hours a day like, when the fuck are you going to be there for your division? You know what I mean? And then they're going to want you to do a bunch of other shit when you're off watch. That has nothing to do with your division, probably. And so it's like, yeah, man, like you're going to need some time. Like when I checked back into the to Louisiana, um, 
I had an SMI that first patrol and I checked in just like you where I like caught the off crew. So like the boat was there and then they left. So I got to like go down there and check it out and see it. And then they they left and I got to like spend the entire off crew doing all the admin and getting all the binders ready and training my guys and doing all this stuff. And then I got I like went and watched a, a buddy. Um, well, he wasn't at the time, but he became one because he's an awesome dude. But I went down to Nevada and watched them load food and asked the dude all kinds of questions. And he was like, he was amazing. He was probably the best chief on the waterfront, if not on the West Coast. And he was taking me around and just showing me all his shit and how to do it and what works best and all this kind of stuff. And so that was awesome. And then like I told them, I'm not like they handed me all my recall cards when I checked in. I'm like, no. I was like, I'm not, I'm a senior, I was a senior chief already. I was just like, no, I'm not doing this until after SMI. As soon as SMI is over, put me on the watch bill and I'll be a UI until I'm recalled and all that bullshit. But like, like until SMI is over, no, I'm not doing it. I don't give a fuck how anybody feels about it. (laughs) Like, and they were just like, all right, that's fair. You know, cause they had done poorly on their last SMI too. So, but yeah, like, I think that's it. uh, uh, Now that they can allow it, that's a hundred percent. The move is like, you need to, like you got a fire boat like that's i do and i'm still rare about it, but yeah like i said i just it's it nobody wants to be like the the mm. problem child like nobody wants to suck yeah their job. yeah right um and so it's hard for me too because mm. historically i have not sucked at my job yeah um, wow you'll get there though like so, i have no doubt so it's like it's it's a and i know i will you're ripping a band-aid just, off and, right now you know it's an unfamiliar, uncomfortable yeah. place for me to be in that I do not sure. enjoy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it, it's temporary, just like everything else. Right. It's just, I feel bad because like, if you were to ask me, like before I came here, right, it was mm-hmm. like, yep, I'm going to go, I'll qualify the couple of things I got to qualify. Mm-hmm. I'll dominate. Um, and really, I don't need to dominate anything. I just need to qualify things I need to qualify. Yeah. yeah. I can finish finish dive i can finish my cob card and then mm-hmm. i can move on with my career and start what i really want to do right and if you asked me like three weeks ago i would have been like i'm looking i'm I, looking for car batteries to play soccer with and i can't <laughs> wait to be done i was gonna ask I, you like, about about that because you i forget you sent me a message somewhere saying something to that effect yeah. so like what what's what changed like what was going on it, then it's just, just the level of like Again, it's like when I look around, it would, I almost wish that it was a bad boat because then I could be like, ah, yeah. this is not normal. This is just a bad boat. Right. But when I look around, I'm like, no, we're actually a really good boat or a really mm-hmm. good crew. Yeah. Um, and these dudes are all really successful at what they do. Like everything is great. I yeah. just suck. But then it's like, if this is the level of stress that I have with a good boat, like I have no interest in doing this again. You know what I mean? But you're not doing it again, um, though. You know what I mean? Like you're you'd be the cop. So it's, it's like gonna be the same thing. You're going to be in the same. I don't know. So like man. I talked to my buddy who he came out here on a decom boat. Right. Mm. He was I worked with him for a while in Groton and then he went to go be a cop and mm. uh, their fast boat decom came out here. Yeah. And so I ran into him on final night. Mm-hmm. and was talking to him about it and was asking him how it was and he's like dude it's the best job in the world i absolutely yeah. love it and i'm i've never heard a cop not say that um say that that was like their favorite time ever and yeah. which i get um uh, yeah i well, I, I mean i've I met i don't know i'm not actually i've met there, a few but, that um 
I don't know that they would say they didn't like times. Yeah, they just had a bad time in the job. I don't know that they would even say that it wasn't their favorite job. It just didn't go well. Like and and it became like like one of my cobs got one of my cobs got relieved and it wasn't it wasn't like a Navy Times relieved. It was just like a a a, um, they did. They kind of like gave him a graceful ish exit. Yeah, like a soft fired landing somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. And then he kind of wrote out his time and retired. But like um, and he wasn't he wasn't a bad guy. He just shouldn't have been a cob like he wanted to be a master chief. And so he went that route and it's like, but he should have never been allowed to do it, yeah. you know? And it's like, uh, you know, not a bad dude. Well, though. So when I was talking to my buddy about it though, he was like, he just kept going on. It was the greatest thing ever. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Yeah. And, he, and I said like, dude, how, how stressful, like how bad was whatever. And he was like, dude, it's not at all anymore. Like with where he's at in life, I think you just, you yeah. find your voice, you find your, all that right. stuff. And, you're not worried if some dude's yelling at you, you just, you can laugh at him and tell him like, no, yeah. I'm not doing that. And you walk away. Right. Um, right. And it takes a certain level to get there, but like, whether that's because you are like, you're a, I feel like people tend to get to that position when you feel like you are at your terminal pay grade. Yes. I was just going to say that. Worrying about that. You, and even master chief. Yeah. But even, even if you're not like if when you're a senior chief and you're the cob, you're going to I feel like you're going to gain some of that as long as you're not one of those people who attaches too much value to getting the second star, because it's probably going to happen no matter what. Um, if you, right. you know, as long as you don't get fired. <laughs> but like, I have no doubt that you'll be fine. It's just like you. um yeah, I mean, you. I did it as a senior chief on Louisiana, and I wasn't even the cob. Like, I was just like, I very likely am at my terminal pay grade, and I hope I make master chief. But I behaved as if I was at my sure. terminal pay grade, and I like, I very much was like, I mean, the EDMC was the EDMC, and he was a great dude, but he didn't really care because he he's just a great guy that was very focused on the nuke part of everything, and um. Yeah. And he was involved in in the department chief things, but he wasn't like one of those dudes that cared if he wasn't at the forefront of power. He was way more concerned about the engine room and the nukes and the people. And he was an awesome guy. Yeah, he was just an awesome dude. Yeah. Um, But like I was with me and him, it was like I was the most influential dude in the chief's mess that wasn't the cob. Um. And, and, you know, like Mark was, too, I would say, like he he was if he wanted to be, you know, like, but he was mostly just focused on his shit. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, it's like the. I don't and I don't know where that confidence came from. I did go into it with an intention of like. Um, I'm not going to be in another mess where I'm not the leader. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to be a leader in the mess. Like, granted, I'm not the cob, but I'm going to function like as I as if I am without it like stepping on his toes and I'm because my my job's to support that dude so like I'm supporting the cob but at, like when I'm not sub, like when I'm when I'm supporting him I'm gonna function in the other direction as if I'm the guy you know because I'm kind of auditioning just, for the role too you know what I mean like that's next in my mind right. but but the hard part with a lot of that is like mm. there's a, a fine line between like 
I'm going to tell anybody and everybody if I think that they're wrong and what, a, you know, time and place and blah, blah, blah. But like, um, there's yeah. a time when you're going to have that mentality and you're going to, and you're going to be that voice. But in the back of my head, I'm still thinking like, I just, I got two more, two and a half more years that I'm living with these people mm-hmm. that I'm dealing with this. So like, sure. Everybody can pre- say the stupid line of like, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to do a job. Like, sure, man. But you got to live with all those people that hate yeah. you. Like that makes your life miserable. You know what but I, mean? I don't even so think like that approach some level of. Yeah, I don't think that approach is even the way to get that done. I think like your your buddy, like the the place that especially because of who you are and how you operate and your personality and everything, it's like you achieving that level of of like peace with all that stuff to where it's not um, it's not going to stress you out to a point that's not not good, you know, like. I think you arriving at that mental space has more to do with you just making peace with the fact that like, I'm not in the rat race of competing for promotions and positions anymore. I'm just here to do what I do and I'm going to do it very well. And the rest of that sh- dude, like I know it sounds corny to a lot of people, but the, like when you do it that way, the rest of the shit just kind of takes care of itself. And it's like, you're going to get promoted. You're going to get like people that get behind you and push for you to be a cob. You're going to get which you, I mean, you already have. And it's like the when you put on a star, which you will. And then uh, if you decide to go the cob route, like, dude, I think like when you get done with this boat, you're going to be in a place I, unless you decide to go the other way and just clock out. It's like I think you're going to be in a place where you're not even going to recognize the dude you are now and you're going to have uh, yeah. a good amount of that like feeling that type of confidence of like like that y- you can do it. And but you also need to kind of do what you're doing where you're putting yourself in all these uncomfortable positions to like do the thing because like to me. Ships control and topside line handling were the two things that terrified me. Everything like and and I would say the same for you, like the leadership and management of people like fucking I got that locked the fuck down. And so do you. And so it's like in my mind, it's like, yeah, you got to like to succeed during this tour. You got to do all the shit we already talked about. But then to get to the the place where you feel like you can be the cob that you want to be. And have that type of a comfort level. And in my mind, I was like, I need a fucking PhD in topside safety and I need a PhD in ships control and I don't fucking have it. And and I have just as much experience as you at ships control. Like I showed up to my third submarine. I stood a little bit of chief of the watch on Carter um, and a lot of duty chief. <laughs> and that was it. And then I yeah. showed up to Louisiana as, as a senior chief. And they're like, you're going on the watch bill as soon as you get requalified. And I'm like, I've never really been on the watch. Like I was up there a little, right. but I wasn't really on the watch bill like in section. And it's like, that's all I fucking did when we were at CL Louisiana. I just stood all the watch three section, like constantly. I was never the kick. Like he, my cob told me, he was like, you're going to yeah, be like yeah. a split kick. And then I was in section for the whole fucking time I was there. Um, Cause I had the you know, misfortune of being good at it. And so he was just like, Oh, Oh, you're like the, the dive. Like you're my guy. Um, that's kind of what I keep thinking is like, it's, I know that like, I will not be where I am now in two and a half years. Yeah. If so, then yeah. sweet Jesus. But if you were to ask me like today, I'm like, Nope, this is, yeah. I don't know why I ever came back. This is dumb. This but, sucks. I hate it. But Dude. I know that I will not be like a year from now, I will be in a very yeah. good spot and I will be fine. And so by the time I leave here, I will have a different perception and we'll yeah. see how it goes. I'm still very much trying to do the like, 
I'm still going to work on those quals. I hmm? like, I still have my cob card. I will still yeah. get that worked on. I'm just trying to work. I'm trying to focus on being competent because I don't like doing things yeah. that I don't know what I'm doing. Right. And so I'm just trying to get competent at chief of the watch. And then once yep. I feel comfortable, I don't need to be the best, yep. but just comfortable. Yeah. You I really don't focus on dive. Yeah. And then you need to be like slightly above average at chief of the watch. And then you need to be fucking good at dive like and you but you don't need to be and, and it, it like I say that, but it's not as hard as you think it is on a BN, you know, and it's like and if you no. all your dive experience is on a BN, you're very likely going to be a cob on a BN. And so it's like, but so even you're if I'm not great at do it like it's one of those positions where like I don't need to be great mm -hmm. at sitting it myself. I need right. To you need to be great at supervising it. Teach it. Yeah. And supervising <laughs> yeah. it. I need to be but, able to teach somebody when they're doing right or wrong. Right. Right. Right or wrong. Tell but you need to have right like a high level of knowledge so that you can do that really well. But you, yeah, you need to be right. like good at it so that you know what good looks like. But yeah, you don't need to be the best dive ever. But you do need to have a very high level of knowledge so that you can do what you just said. Right. Yeah, hundred percent. But I think like. You're going to one of the things that might help mentally is like if you think about it, like because uh, how many years you got in right now, like 15, 16, something like that, 17 March will be 17. So, yeah. So like at the so end of this tour, you could retire, right? Pretty much. I'll be at 19 when I transfer. OK, so like and, I would look my at contract it. Track takes me to 22. So I still have a shore duty after this. Yeah. So you have like two years of a shore duty. So you could like the, the way I would think about it is like. I'm because that's kind of what I did on Louisiana. Like I was pursuing being a cob. And at the end of that tour, I don't want fucking anything to do with it. And then I went to group and was like, uh, you know, Gabe got me all gassed up again. And then I was like thinking about it. And then all yeah. the shit happened and I changed my mind and retired. But right. Um, but yeah, it's like you can look at it like you've you've you're going to like I'd bet money like you're going to leave that boat a senior chief. Um, either damn close to or actually qualified Cobb. And so you're going to have the the choice of going that route if you feel like you've got the gas left to do it and you still still want to do it, or you can just punch out. And it's like you go to shore duty and just keep, spend two years getting ready to retire and punch out. And it's like that they're both very like viable and and good options because right. it's like you know what i mean like because you're you're gonna walk I'm into like some sure. crazy high paying fucking amazon cloud service job or some bullshit and then it's like so it's like you you're it's a win-win you just got to decide what you want to do and it's like i would continue to pursue it as if you're going to be a cob so that you do have that decision tree but like yeah. It's kind of like if everything goes sideways and you just decide this shit ain't for me, then just be a fucking dope chief and then go to shore duty and retire. So it's like where yeah. like in my mind, like you being as stre that stressed out about it, it's like maybe that helps kind of curb some of that shit because like who cares? You know what I mean? At the end of the day, well, like you're not going to fuck up taking care of your people. Like I know that for a fact. The rest of it no, is like. But the you just got to get proficient at the job part and then do the and the submarining like the the ship's control shit is like uh, who are you gonna piss off the cob and the co maybe your watch section gets a little butthurt until you figure it out but like there yeah i mean I you're not gonna kill anybody always. you're not gonna no my my problem is um i talked to a dude a while ago one of my buddies who he retired um and he was same th he was at the waiting on a, a 
boarding a check ride mm-hmm. to go be a cop. Yeah, same. And he would just kind of went, nope, never mind, I'm done, yep. and, and checked out. Same. And um, when somebody's asked him, they were like, why, like, did you not think you could go be a cop or whatever? And he said, yeah. no, 100%, I would do it. Oh, yeah. Do it successfully. Yeah. I don't know if I would do it well, but I would I would complete a successful cop tour, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And he goes, the problem is he knows himself well enough to know that, like, he would be the guy that's there till yep. he would be doing 20 hours on the boat every day. Yep. He would be doing Ditto. all these things. He would be stressing himself into ulcers yep. and then not saying anything because he doesn't want to mm-hmm. take a day off to go get mental health help. And yeah. He's like, he would be the guy that that runs himself ragged to make mm-hmm. sure that it gets done. Yep. And he was like, that's not good. That's not healthy. Yeah. And he doesn't want to be in that position anymore if he doesn't have to. Yeah. Be. So he got yeah. out. And I was kind of like, same. Man, that's, you know, that's smart that he's that aware. And I yeah. think I'm at the same spot where like, it would be so much better if I just checked in and was like, Hey, look, I have no interest in going anywhere. I don't want to do mm-hmm. it. Like I'll be your bottom P for three years. I don't care. I'm going to yeah. take care of my guys. And if you know, whatever the case is, right. I'm yeah. gonna be safe, but I'm not trying to promote. I'm not trying to do these things. I wouldn't tell anybody yeah, but that's that. Not me. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, so, no, I, I know. But even that, if though. you, even if you and did, so I wouldn't problem. tell anybody that because it's like the, how they treat no. you is going to change for sure. Like I wouldn't tell anybody. Oh yeah. That but, but my problem is like, I'm that guy that will yeah, yeah. stress myself to Sa- same. Sure I like good at what I do. Same. Like so I, I look at it. Good. I just keep thinking about the feeling that I have now in this period of time until I'm comfortable. And then I yeah. realize that I'm going to have the same thing, but different when I go to a boat. If I go to back, if I go to mm-hmm. a boat as a cob, I'm going to have the same time span where I'm like, I don't, yeah. I, know, I don't feel comfortable. I'm going to stress myself Probably. out. And I just think like, do I want to do this again? Like this doesn't sound that fun right now. You know? Yeah. Like my life doesn't sound that awesome right now. So like, do I really want to do it again? But then yeah, I'm just the kind of guy that's too stubborn to want to walk away, not knowing like, sure. People have, would like not many, but like you, Aaron, whatever will be like, Oh, you could go be a cop. You'd be just fine. And it's like, you could be, yeah, but you don't have to be, but yeah. But then in my head, it's like, I don't know if I could be without, unless I do. Yeah. It, you know what I mean? I mean, I, and so I'm, I, I hate leaving something on the table. Not yeah, I, I felt that kills me. I felt really similarly. Um, and I mean, I was on the fence till the last second, man. Like I was even after I made Master Chief, um, which was after cancer and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. um, my CMC Gabe came to me and he goes it like when I got, made it. Um, He's like, so what are you going to do? And I was just like, cause we had talked about it a bunch and, um, he, he asked me and I was like, I don't know, man, let, let me, I was like, give me a few weeks for the novelty of this to wear off. And then I'll be able right. to like actually answer that question because right now I'm excited about making, making nine. It's very validating. I always said I wanted to go back to a right. boat as a master chief Cobb because, I feel like I'm starting at a handicap being a cook and I'm going to have to overcome that. So I didn't want to have to overcome like being a senior chief also with certain people. Right. And uh, yeah, I mean, it took like three days and then I was like, I already knew I was like, nah, I'm done, dude. And, and it's, I still like, there's still a, and I'm very at peace with where I'm at now and the decision I made, but like, there's still that little tiny part of me in the back of my mind. That's like, yeah, but what if like, and, 
I arrived at that. Like I was, I was super conflicted until I had a conversation with, uh, my cob on Carter, Eric, the dude that, um, I talk about him all the time, but he, uh, him and I got on the phone because he had cancer as well. He had throat cancer and, and me, I didn't know that. And I found out, um, he posted something on Facebook and that's how I found out. And, and, um, Mm -hmm. Or maybe I did. I don't know. One of the two. But like one of us found out the other way and he's like, oh, I had throat cancer. And then he's like, you sh- we should catch up, man. And so we got on the phone and talked for like two hours and and we were talking about the cancer stuff and all that. But then we got on the he asked me how everything's going and career stuff and whatever. And we ended up on that topic. And he's like my chief dad. Like he's the dude that he was my cop when I yeah, made yeah. chief. And he like taught me what a chief was and how to conduct myself and what's right, important right. and all that. And um. So when we were talking, so first of all, I thought for like when I was a baby chief, I thought Eric would have not thought like I, if you had asked me, I would have been like, yeah, he he wouldn't want me to be a cop like or he wouldn't think I could be a cop or, or whatever. Um, right, right, right. And that evolved over time, like as I, you know, as I kind of grew up doing this and he's I don't know how long he's been listening to or aware of the podcast, but it's been a minute. And so like he's he's. Um, I think he has a way better understanding of, of me as like a leader and stuff like that um, mm-hmm. because of that. And then, uh, yeah, like when we were on the phone, he said um, he said two things. He said, one, you would have been a really great cop or you would be a really great cop, but you don't have to be. And and then we talked about that a little bit. And but when he said that, it was like that was what I was waiting to hear. I needed him to give me permission. You know what I mean? And I, I don't know that anybody else yeah. could have done it. Um, maybe Gabe, but like I think it had to be him. And I didn't even know I needed to hear it until I did. And then it was like as soon as he said it, dude, I was just like it all just went away. You know what I mean? Like and because I knew it was the right answer, like everything you just described about your buddy was da- like almost yeah. exactly what I was going through, like. I knew I would be good at it. I was I was concerned about the ship's control and the topside safety stuff just because those are the two things that you can like. Yeah, like but those are the two things that I didn't feel hyper competent at. And those were the two things where like people could get hurt or killed or we could break the ship and shit like that. So it's like those were the two things that I was always going to be worried about. But I knew I was going to be a good cop like it. What there was no doubt in my mind. And I had this drive to like that, like uh kind of like a napoleon complex but for cs's like i i wanted to show everybody that the cook chief could fucking kill it as a cob you know like i was going after a frank lister award but also like i was just just to throw it in their face not that i should have been doing that but that's that was my mentality but then there was also like the exact same thing like i had conversations with my wife where i was just like she was kind of encouraging me to do it because she thought i would i would regret not doing it forever and it would Mm -hmm. eat at me and stuff and so she was kind of pushing me to do it. And I was like, yeah, but do you know what that's going to look like? Like, I was like, you're going to have to like help me um, balance because I'm going to fucking stay at work until nine at night every night. Like I'm going to never leave the submarine. And it's like, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be just going hard in the paint all the time. And like, and I, I was terrified it was going to wreck my marriage. I was, I, and then making the decision after cancer and everything so now i'm i'm physical and mental health are, are an issue and so i'm just like dude if i went back to a boat to be a cob and did it the way i know i'm gonna do it i wouldn't i'd be a i'd be 
like tab Alfred inside six months for mental health and just God knows what else. Like if I didn't have a fucking heart yeah. attack or a stroke. So it's like, yeah, yeah, that's a very real concern. And it's like, so like it all kind of like conspired to make that decision. But like, even with all that in my head, I was still super conflicted until I had that conversation with Eric. And that was like, I was actively looking, but like kind of like unconsciously actively looking for that. And then he validated me like being like wanting to retire. Like I knew it was the right decision, but I was super conflicted and I, I probably would have decided to stick around anyway. Um, because of what you're describing, like that feeling of like, yeah, I have to see, I have to know, you know, and it's yeah. like, but I don't have to. And and making Master Chief helped a lot, too. I was telling Gabe that like it was extremely validating when I made nine without being a cop. Like mm-hmm. it was I, and I didn't even think about it that way. But like uh, the guy I worked with, my counterpart, the LS, he was like he was he was basically saying I was like, it would it still would have been nice to be a cop. He's like, yeah, but think about it like. Every cob that doesn't get fired pretty much makes Master Chief because they were they completed a successful cob tour. He goes, you made it without even doing a fucking cob tour like it's that's how much more badass it is. And I was just like, didn't really look at it that way. But OK, you know, like it is I, harder so to just it, do it in rate, you know, and I don't know. But I don't I don't I don't mean it as like a knock on you. But in my head, right. it's like there's a difference between um when you're a cop, yes, you're a you're command master Rangers, chief, whatever, essentially. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, I get but, it. Right. But you're not good. Like, I look at it as like you were the top of the cook game, not necessarily. And I get that leadership has to. Yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. But, I, and but you that's made it in the SME role. And yeah. Like for me, yeah. I have no interest in being the best IT in the world. Yeah. Or best no, I or whatever. I 100 percent get it, man. I wanted a cookie in my shadow box you know what i'm saying like i wanted that cookie bad and it but it's like that shit was gonna kill me bro it really like that's that's the after i got that piece like after that like burden of like uh feeling an obligation to the people that thought i would be good at it Mm -hmm. because dude i had all the all the CMCs and all those types that were like, dude, I can't wait to see you when you're a cop. You're going to be such a good cop, blah, 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 blah. I had podcast just listeners. Just puts weird fucking, pressure on you. Yeah, like I had so many people going, man, I, I can't, like, I would love to be on your boat. Like, God, that would be so fucking cool. You're going to be such a dope cop. Like people telling me they wanted to see me as like a force master chief in a fucking fleet and shit. And I'm just like, so like all that pressure of like all these expectations that you like, I felt like I had to do it. I felt like because yeah. all those people said all those things and expect all this success for me, like I felt like I had to do it for them. And it was like letting them yeah. down if I didn't. And then it was like when Eric said, you don't have to be, I was just like all that shit melted away. And I was just like, thank God, like I can retire. You know what I mean? And like it's it. it it's all the logic hard. in the world aren't going to overcome those feelings. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's also hard for me too, with just on the practical matter of like, yeah. I'll be at 21, tw- probably 22 years starting mm-hmm. a cob tour. Right. So then I yeah. finished that at 25 yep. and then I would go do shore duty because I'm that was not like a, a CMC probably the Navy. Yeah. Right. But so, okay. So then that puts me to 28. Mm-hmm. Right. And before I, so I, before I get out, so I'm like, okay, do I want to get out at 22 or 28? 
And then I just keep thinking like, what's outside of my own, you know, personal chip that I want to, mm-hmm. you know, my own personal checklist. I mean, your pension what, will be a lot better. Gain me? Your pension will be a lot better, <laughs> like 20 I mean, something percent better. But yeah, I mean, um, I get it. You know what I mean? Like that's, a, yeah, that's no, a I'm with you. Difference. So I don't know We're I'm, that's all in there too. Speaking of uh, strokes and heart attacks, so uh, <laughs> I uh, I like probably it was a couple weeks ago. I started having like chest pains, like not constantly, but like I think it was about two weeks ago. It was like uh, right kind of in the middle, just like these sharp pains and they would last like maybe 10 seconds and then go away and not no shortness of breath, no crazy like elevated heart rate or like the oh my arm or whatever any of that shit but like yeah, just yeah. that and and I, it kept happening and I I got concerned to a point cuz like uh one of Ashley's coworkers um he was like 34 and he died of a heart attack just randomly and like healthy dude young healthy dude had kids and like it was wild um yeah. I'll edit this out too I don't want to like put people's shit out there but um, but, and then, uh, so I went to the doctor yesterday, I think it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did a, a, EKG or whatever and said everything looked fine right mm-hmm. then. But it's like, they're like, nothing's hat. You're not, whatever this is, isn't happening right now. So like, it might be a thing. So I have this, like, I don't know if you, I have this like bump right here. Can you see that? Like that outline right there? Not really. It's kind uh, of blurry. Well, yeah. I have this, uh they put a it's a heart monitor but it's like this little device with like these two sensors and like it's probably like yeah. that big and it's stuck to my chest they had to like shave the hair and just like they actually like <laughs> use this shit that was like sandpaper on my skin too so it adhere i'm like fuck it felt this it did not feel good um but so yeah I, and i put whenever it happens i have to like push this button so it records the shit to see like if i'm fucking if i have heart issues which i it hasn't happened the same way like the last night i had like a a, it was like discomfort but it wasn't the same thing and so i pushed the button just because it was weird but like i haven't had any of them since they put this shit on me and i'm like dude i have to wear this shit for two weeks i can't do jujitsu i can't cold plunge i can't do fucking anything cool for two weeks and i'm like it was probably because i worked out in my garage and did push-ups and i just pissed my chest off or whatever but it it didn't feel like a muscle thing so I'm like, it's yeah. going to be like, it's not even going to fucking happen now. And I'm going to wear in this dumbass thing for two weeks for no fucking reason. But tell me about the chief season. Let's, let's do that. I'm excited to hear about it. Cause I had, I, outside of just talking to selectees remotely, I had zero involvement this year. I just like, my yeah, head yeah. wasn't in it. I was going to give you a hard time about it a few times and tell you. That's fine. I, and five 30 in the morning. <laughs> that's oh, dude. I, if you like, I was if somebody had invited me to something like Ariana wanted me to come to her pinning and she's in fucking Maryland. And that was like she asked me that and I was just not in the best headspace to like it's just the logistics of money to do that. too. Well, that and like air travel is my idea of hell, man. I fucking hate air travel. And like with my anxiety and not sleeping well and like I I need my routine at home to like keep me Mm -hmm. from like being in a bad way, but also like right i was about to start school too i started the fall semester like it would have started like right as i was leaving to go out there so i was just like dude, i would lo- i really wanted to be there but i didn't right. the shit i would have to do to get there you wouldn't want me around like i'd be fucking miserable 
So, yeah, I had like zero. Inv- I would have come like if you had invited me to some shit, I would have showed up. So, like, if there's any DGETS fans on the boat, fucking let me know, dude. I'm happy to like show up to local shit. That's a joke. But so uh, I but I didn't want to be at final night or nothing. That was another thing where I was like, I'm going to fucking flip out and, and I'm a guest. Like, I'm going to see some shit I don't like and I'm going to lose it and I'm going to be that guy. And I'm like, I don't want to do that to people. I don't want to ruin the moment or be an asshole or any of that. So I'm like, I don't think I'm in a good enough place to be in that environment, but I'd show up to like a training or whatever. If anybody wanted me to come give training or just hang out or whatever, man, I'm down for that. So it was kind of interesting because we had the, uh, sub pack sailor of the year, Mm -hmm. um, on our boat. So he found out like months ago that he made Pereira. No. Aubrey Pereira? Okay. Mm-mm. Um, okay, he was an LS that I knew from back in the day, but he made it off yeah, that shit, a, I think. So then he might have been the other one. I, I don't know how that works. Maybe. But I don't know. Maybe it's the C and Yeah, maybe he was sublant or there's something. Like 16, I don't know. There's, I don't a, know. there's like 16 people, I think, now that make it. Yeah, there's a lot more. But, um, I know that, but I don't know who they are. Because Ariana and Desiree anyway, both competed so, for that shit for whatever, right. whoever, fucking whatever group they were in. I don't know. And, and so he's an awesome dude, but so it was funny because mm. we checked into the boat. Um, we're underway, walked into the chief's quarters, just kind of looking around and said, hey, to the handful of people that are there, I'm the new yeah. guy, obviously. Right. Um, and so they all introduced themselves, whatever. And then in the corner was this dude laying down uh, first class and he sits up and he's like, oh, hey, I'm chief select. And he's got like a big old grin on his face when he said it. But he was talking to the cob when I walked in. And so I thought mm. it was just a joke because he was in the chief's quarters when I walked in, right? So I just blew okay. it off and then I, I heard like the next day or something, somebody referred to him as chief select and I was like, so I went back into, uh, into the chief's quarters and this again, like a month before the results. So he just had like a six and month like, long chief season living in the chief's quarters and shit. Not, not really. No? So that was, okay. so I went in there and at one point I was like, what's the deal with this chief select thing? And they're like, oh, he won the blah, blah, blah. He already yeah. made it. Yada, yada, yada. Gotcha. So I was like, oh, and I was like, what are the what what's happening with that? I've never seen that. Yeah, like, I've I never know that it happens. I, I'm not like yeah. amazed that it's. Happened. I thought they never pinned and put it on and shit. I didn't know they waited. Yep, he just interesting. Knew his name That's was cool. Because the they used and to. So, they used to pin them like that. Fucking the day when they were in D.C. or whatever, and they found out they put it on. So it was like I, I always yeah, thought that was weird. That was before I paid attention to any of that. Yeah, so I don't know exactly those things. I've heard stories from people though when it was because it used to only be like four people. Yeah, yeah. Like it was like a sea and shore pack. Sea and shore, and yeah, yep, and that was it. And so he had told me I'd heard a story that like when that happened, those four, I don't know if they got pinned immediately or not, but they effectively went TAD to like the Mick Pond's office, mm-hmm. and they kind of traveled around with him and just did like PR stuff and helped out on with whatever he was doing. Right. Until the season, you went through the season with them and then you got redistroed to wherever you're supposed to go. Oh, that's weird. So you're effectively just gone, gone. as soon as that's you found out you made it. Super weird. And I, I don't know. Again, that's what I heard. I don't I yeah. don't know anybody that I yeah, that. I don't know either. So who the hell knows? But anyways, right. um so it was kind of weird. But aside from we it's there's no there's nothing that tells you what to do really with the season in general, right? But especially with yeah, I mean not tell as me about as it day to day details. Yeah. But there's no there's nothing that tells you what to do with those people yeah. who find out out of the abnormal way. And so right. um he was the 
it was a mix of he had been the acting chief for about a year anyways because he didn't have one mm-hmm. and he was um i think i want to say just like partially due to rack space that there was mm-hmm. space in the chief's quarters and so somebody had said that when it came out they talked to him and they basically said hey what would well, like kind of where do you want to sleep type deal and so mm-hmm. he just moved into the chief's quarters he lived slept in there hmm. but that was it he never really hung out in there he went okay to go to bed shower and yeah change, and then leave I f- again you said he was um, laying on the bench so i was just like this dude's just chilling in the chief's quarters as a chief select like he like I think he's because he was just i think it's because he was talking to the cop about something oh okay i got you important like he's a nuke and i got on with orson so he was sitting there talking okay. to the cop about something with Ors. i'm sure gotcha but um but and then i think it was kind of awkward as to what to do and so we said they gave him a copy of the orders for the season mm-hmm. but they blacked out everything except for the page about his charge book and base or part of those thing about his charge book long story short they told him go get a plain green book he yeah. didn't decorate it, didn't tell him how to do anything about it but it explained like go get charges from our crew at least okay. so he was so only he allowed to talk to our crew. small head start yeah exactly like a gotcha. tiny head start and that was it and so it was good um mm-hmm. talking to everybody but it was also weird because i was there for like four days and then i he sat me down and asked if he could have a charge yeah so i was talking yeah. to him but it's like but it's also like i don't i don't know you at all mm-hmm. so it's kind of weird in that sense yeah um, not that you can't give charges to people you don't know but it definitely helps when you know the person yeah um, yeah and then you it's it you give them more pertinent things to them right um it's but like then i also yeah but then also he had no context of the season around it so it was a little right right weird also you know um yeah but it was fine um and then so we had the season we made technically eight but one of them was my Damn. dude who transferred like less than a month before so okay so he had I mean, seven. we counted it he made it with us he was yeah he was in, yeah that's a lot you jam seven a lot yeah. i mean even seven is a lot you, man, i feel this, like this boat crushes it man i'm telling you yeah that's um dope. and so he so we had seven that were here for the season and the season it is what it is like yeah it was you know we're you in do the it with cab, region uh, and stuff the only downside is yeah most of the things yeah. the downside is that that was in the middle of our stand down period so we had to yeah. tweak everybody's leave periods so like all the right. chiefs took leave before because mm. as soon as leave stand down is over you have trainers till you die yeah um, <laughs> and so you can't take leave afterwards so it's basically mm. everybody had to squeeze in leave beforehand or just not take it so that yeah. we could everybody could be in i think our rule was like no more than one, two chiefs on leave at a time during stand down mm. um and so we could be there for the season and do all yeah. the things right um which it sucks but it is what it is right um mm. and so sure we did all the trainings we did all the things um seven is a lot for a boat but that also kind of makes it hard because you know the heart the higher the numbers the less coordinated they can get with anything because nobody knows how to do anything <laughs> like if there was three they could figure out and make a decision yeah but when there's seven yeah. nobody can make a decision about anything and yada 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 
Um, but we, the, the only real, like big, noteworthy, interesting part to the season, I guess, was it was hard because when a lot of things would happen, I, because I don't know how this crew does things like mm. every command is different. Every quarters is different, yeah. at least a little bit. Um, I don't, I can't say that I know how this cob operates because I've mm. never seen a season with him. Right. Um, and it was kind of weird because all of the season planning things happened while our crew was gone. And so when we get back, a lot of it was just kind of like, Hey, I guess this is what the region is doing. Yeah. This is what we're going to yeah. do. <laughs> so long for and, the ride. Yeah. And so it's hard because you might, you have opinions on it, but also anybody that's done things with planning anything, especially with the chief season is like, nothing is worse than having the people that show up the day of, of an event and tell you that you did it wrong. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you could have told me that a month ago when we had meetings about this. And yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, so we were trying to just kind of be participants, but, um, not like the loudest guy in the room type deal. Yeah. And, and the only real noteworthy part about that though, was for final night. Um, so we had our CO showed up for part of it. We made a big point to tell most of, I think they told basically everybody in the wardroom, like you guys are invited to come to any of this. Um, if you want to come hang out and watch and learn and like, see what huh. this is about, then do it. The chiefs um, did that or the selects us. did that. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, the cob, like we, like the, the region is saying that like, Hey, if you're COs, XOs, you got department heads that want to come bring them. Yeah. I could um, see COs and XOs department heads. I'm like, that's, I've never heard that before. I, I don't, I can't say I disagree or anything. I'm just like, that's new. Like well, I've never. So they're, exactly it was new to me yeah. and so but it's hard for me to have an opinion to say like mm. i like this or i don't because yeah. as far as i know it's what's always happened out here i don't know it's my right first it, out here it's not it's what's so always happened went, uh historically right. up till i retired like no, i was out here for the bunch of carter seasons and then louisiana seasons but we were underway for one of those i think a couple but, sure but yeah, I mean, like it, it's not normal historically. I, it's not like I've never seen officers, but a lot of the times it was a Mustang that used to be a chief or it's the CO, you know what I mean? Or COXO, right. but that was it. Like I, I've but never seen then, anybody below an XO. Where did I don't you think. See, where did you see CO and XO involved in though? It, the, like, we would do charge book ceremony type thing where the COs like everybody sure. did a little different, but like the, yeah. so the year I made it, we were on the turtle back in front of group nine. Um, well the COs yep. and the cobs were up there and we were all in lines in front of like told us to line up in front of our CO. And so they had the yeah. boat CO and the detachment OIC were doing cause we had the detachment yep. guys too. And, yeah, we just walked up and presented our charge book to the CO and they did their thing. And I think they had already done it. So it was like he was giving me back my book or something. Yes. Yeah, some shit like so that. Because I, I didn't I've have my book. Past, but. What I've seen in the past, granted, there was like 20 something people at, mm-hmm. say, sub school or before that was kind of a hodgepodge. But usually yeah. it'd be like you sit down with your cob, you get your last, he's usually the last chief to sign mm-hmm. it. And then yeah. when he signs it, they yep. would. Like at sub school, he would keep them because it takes mm. him a while. He would talk right. to everybody and then he would take them home and write in them from the night. Yeah. And then yeah. he would give them to the CO and the CO yeah. would write everything 
all night f- across 20 some mm-hmm. odd books. Yep. And then at the ceremony is when he would present them back to you and he would talk to everyone. Yeah. The, the um, only other time I've seen a CO is I, I have seen, we did it with a recruiting district and they did mm-hmm. uh mast where like, it, or DR, like DRB and mast or some yeah, stupid yeah. shit where it was like, I think they were doing DRB and they had the CO like hiding and they were just like, okay, you know, like, oh, you're going to say that to the CO, huh? Like, and then they brought him yeah. out and you see and it was a cool effect because the fucking selectees yeah. all the blood drained out of their face were like oh fuck because he heard everything they said too right. um but also like why are we doing njp that's not real and shit like i, I wasn't a fan of it i was a fan of the co involvement i, I wasn't in, a fan of what we were doing it was it was in connecticut i liked it and they did something very similar here it mm. was just a slightly different execution in connecticut yeah. they did it as a um they said um hey you're gonna get counseled or you're gonna have to counsel like the and all of them had the same type yeah. of scenario like your your divo uh he shows up you smell booze oh yeah 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 uh, and then the divo's the or, captain <laughs> or he shows up late or whatever right there's some reason yeah. that you need to sit down and tell your divo that he's all jacked up oh that's awesome i like that they did it, i like they that did it with blindfolds on so they oh. sit down and start talking to him and they just start oh, talking that's to cool dude. and in their head they're mm-hmm. probably just like oh they're just talking to an ensign talking to some other chief no yeah like, or that yeah that that's fair who's pretending yeah yeah right pretending yeah and so like if you can that's see that, fucking cool like, <laughs> i like so that they would start talking and it was mm. great because the co's had a whole watch bill they were rotating through tons of co's in the area yeah and it was great in groton because like we had a handful of full birds um mm-hmm. there would be uh what is he a one star i think or two star that's there i don't yeah. remember but they were all in on it and they would that's all sit cool. there and it like my favorite was this one guy who's like <laughs> you know, sir, like, uh, you've been showing up super late and you know, you've been leaving early and you're behind on all these things, whatever. But anyways, this, the, the CEO is sitting there and he's like, yeah, dude, but like, come on, bro. And he keeps going on, keeps calling him dude. And he's like, sir, please. He's like, uh, you know, I'm glad that you feel comfortable with me, but yeah, it's chief. I'd appreciate if you dress me as chief, like, just give me that respect. I dress you as sir, you know, whatever. And he was like, all right, I'm sorry, bro. And then he'd shift from <laughs> to bro. Just something like that. And eventually this, this one dude started Did getting snapped up. And every time he'd be like, he would use something different, anything. Yeah. Other than cheap, yeah. Something Have you ever heard that? Uh, there's a Dane cook uh, bit where he's like, talking about an escalation of force by saying stuff like, like two dudes saying stuff. And he's like, it goes yeah. like, it goes like bro and then dude and then something else. And then the like yeah, pinnacle yeah. is calling him chief, which is ironic because he just means like yeah. the, you know, but like it's, yeah, it's yeah, a hilarious yeah. bit. And um, yeah, it's similar. Like he just keeps changing so it up. It's funny. He just keeps changing on him. And this dude finally yeah. eventually stopped. He's like, sir, he's like, I am not going to ask you again. Uh, you will refer to me as a ball. And he starts like, and maybe they just clown. untie the blindfold and pull yeah. up. And it's a oh, full God. man sitting there with just a grin on his face. And I remember he was like, sir, I would pay you money. Will address me. And as soon as they pulled off, he just goes, oh, I'm fucked, aren't I? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I would have paid money for somebody to have that on video, man. That's so and that's it was, hilarious. It was so great. And then so like the whole <laughs> starts dying laughing at his reaction. At that oh point, right? my and then God, he just stops dude. and the CEO was like, Oh no, keep going. And he's Yeah, just no, like, please. Uh, don't I would come on, bro. Keep going, dude. Like I would have just been like trolling him. Well, and so oh, it was great, so right? Because then like then once like the jig is up, the CEO would stop and talk to him and be like, Hey, yeah, you know, this is because you're going to get like, I can't give what the Divo's seen, right? I can tell you what a junior sailor was or what right. he's picturing because I was a junior sailor. Mm -hmm. I don't, I can't tell you what a Divo is feeling going through those moments. Right. So like, it's good to have a CO who was a Divo. Yeah, like, for sure. Hey, here's where yep. they're feeling. And, you know, so that was really good aspect to it. Yeah. But it was funny because at the end he was like, yeah, no, I kept pushing your buttons. And he's like, if that happened, like. You were a hundred percent right to just like yeah. snap and yell like. Oh that. yeah, like, no, I still was not listening. He's like, yeah, you should immediately have gone right. to like my office and told me. Yeah, these yep. things. And yep. I mean, usually so, I would take him to XO because he's kind of the cat herder of well, the yeah. JOs. But yeah, like it's a hundred percent a move that you have in your toolbox. But also, like I think it's yeah. really cool when you when it seems like. um the importance of training JOs gets de-emphasized during the season a lot in my experience anyway. And so it's like, it's, I love, I love when they make events like that, that like that's, yeah. he's never going to forget that moment. And so like, but that's, it, it was a moment where he got mentorship from a, a full bird captain on how to deal with a JO. And so it's like anything like that where they're emphasized because that shit, it's so important because those are, those become your COs and I've had bad COs. And I've listened to Chiefs bitch and moan about how terrible they are. I'm like, yeah, but why are they terrible? You know what I mean? Like they're terrible because, you know, and I mean, some of it's just they're they are who they are because of the sure. experience they've had in life and their personality yeah. or whatever. But a lot of it is because of the Chiefs that were charged with developing them along the way. And so it's mm -hmm. and and you ever get a CO that got burned by some Chiefs and doesn't quite trust them all the way. It's like that's its own fucking adventure, man. Well. So it was, it was funny, like, and it, it's funny the way it comes across. Cause like, yeah, there's some good teaching moments that happen, yeah. with it, but it's also just kind of funny to see. Right? Yeah, no, that's um, hilarious, dude. And God, that's good. And so they did something similar out here. Um, they went in and, and same thing. They had to go counsel, but they kind of had a group of them because of the way it was done. And it was just like in Groton, you had the, I don't know if you ever went into where the racquetball courts are. Um, uh, I barely remember Connecticut, man. I was there for best building, and then my first shore duty, yeah. but like, I don't fucking remember. So if you go in the building, there's, there was three racquetball courts, but they're like mm. closed off rooms, right? That yeah. You can't yeah. hear between or whatever. And so they had those three COs set up in watch bills between each room. They were always in a room going. Yeah. And so you could rotate through, you know, one yeah. dude at a time doing it out here. We just didn't have the the space and or the mm. amount of COs able to go do that because everybody right. still has a real job. And so everybody was, they had a handful of COs that would sit at a table, but there was only one dude that was talking. Group nine. And then you would have like department heads, dude. There's like so many post right. command tour commanders right. and, and captains exactly. up there doing not much. Yeah. <laughs> right. Lots of deputies that were there. But yeah. so then you had a group of like five selects come in same thing blindfolded and they're talking mm. they're only talking to one dude um that they know is there and so they would go through and and do the same spiel it, they didn't push as many buttons with the scenarios here but it was the same idea right counsel yeah. your divo 
And then afterward, and they would rotate through who was talking. And then afterwards, they would take their blindfolds off and they would all just kind of be like, cool. <laughs> and then, you know, get some good feedback on what they said or yeah. shouldn't have said or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so, like, our CEO was there for that, which I'm used to seeing for that event. But mm-hmm. then he just kind of followed our commands, selects around for the next, the rest of the night. That was like midday. That's cool. He just kept following us. Yeah. He followed us all around in every station. He would stand there. And so what's yeah. interesting is our CO cool. and XO were both prior enlisted. Um, okay. That, that, I mean, that kind of explains it. Like I would well, think they, they was, I think he was like a GM. He got picked up pretty early. I okay. think like on his first tour, he got picked up our XO. I don't know. He said, I think he said he was a watch soup. I mean, he was a nuke. So he was an yeah. watch supervisor. But he was fairly senior. He wasn't like a nuke yeah. pickup type deal. I had so a, he'd like been around the block. He yeah. knew what was going on in life. My last um, supply officer at group was a, he was an electrician, a nuke electrician on a, on a boat and did like a whole tour. Like he was like a second class. Right. Um, and then got picked up and became a supply officer. So it was, it was funny. Cause I was like, I how are you? I feel like our XO was a first up. class when he got yeah. picked up at least a second, if not a first, but anyway, yeah, I, th- I want to um, say like the, the, there were some years, there was a year on Louisiana where they were inviting everybody to like PT and shit. So like they not like now that I'm thinking about it, but that was it though. Like they, it was, they would invite the wardroom, well, the entire wardroom to PT, but they weren't inviting like department heads and below to like final night or like anything else really like it well, was just so it was the, the pitch between at least for the, what the i was that, the, there for the part that made the most sense to me when they're explaining it mm-hmm. was like these we you constantly like there's always some stupid vague generic and unfounded threat that the chief season is going away because nobody believes yeah. you know the cno thinks it's yeah they need time, to see blah, it blah, blah, yeah right. they need to see the value in but it. That's a, so it's like, right. Yeah. So, and, or just on a smaller level, how do you convince your CO that you need your chief's quarters to be gone for the afternoon to go do something? Right. They're all going to be right. busy doing something. Like yeah. if he doesn't understand what you're doing, then he's going to go, that right. sounds dumb. I need you to do something else well, besides go play. Yeah. But the games, CO, right? like They're all just going to throw I, baloney at each other for an hour. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know the CO, I, mean? like, I feel like the value in those things. Yeah. Well, but also like, I feel like one, like, yeah, he needs to see the value too there's there's the a senior officer seeing the value in it whole holistically so that when you know one of them ends up being somebody important somewhere they can either chime in or make the right decision more than their cno hopefully but also like i think the third thing is like that I, i like if i'm a chief select and i see my co while i'm like singing i'm a little teacup or whatever the fuck we're doing like I, it's row, like row, that would mean us. something to me yeah that would mean yeah. something to me if i saw my co there that would be like a morale boost i yeah. feel like that no, yeah, one no, he gives enough sure. of a shit to like give of his time and be there but then two like when they're actively participating in it like that and and adding value to my like that's a that's a big deal i feel like even as a chief yeah. select I understand how, how like the type of demands that are on his time or, or her time eventually. Mm-hmm. And like, and also like the amount of stress they're under and shit. And then they took time mm-hmm. to come out here in the fucking cold, wet weather and hang out with me during final night. Like that'd be a big yeah. fucking deal to me. So I feel like that's, well, so- that, that's really cool too. 
So the big catch is a lot of people will invite COs, like you were saying, or maybe XOs mm. to certain things like that. But yeah. what's dumb is that that means you don't get any understanding of what's happening until you are the guy that's involved with what's yeah, happening. Yeah, and, and so which is a fair like, analysis so of like... So if you like, bring in like your department heads, right? Like you've yeah, got guys that yeah. are screened to go be right. a man. Like you know they're going to live right. there and go be an XO. Why wouldn't it, you want them also to be there? Yeah, and so I feel like idea before they go in there, in right role. before they're an XO or a CEO. Yeah, I feel like mm -hmm. department head is as low as I would want it to go, though, because I just feel like JOs one, they're just probably not going to be super interested in being there at that point because most of that they're like an E three, like they don't know, they don't even know if they're staying in the Navy yet. Where I've, if you're if yeah, you've committed yeah. to a department head tour, you're kind of. I mean, most of them are taking it all the way. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think like department head is as low as I would go, because like if you're make if it's like a mandatory event and those JOs don't give a shit, it's like that could become an issue. And it's like and and so take away attention from what we should be doing. So I feel like, yeah, department head is probably the lowest right. I would go. But I think there's a ton of value in that because, yeah, like them seeing what it's Absolutely. all about, them None seeing the value in mandatory. it. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, like a CO. Like we didn't have anything mandatory for them. I know what you mean. There's a but CO out there that could be like, just, "I want everybody there because I said so." You know what I mean? And it's just like tell, that ain't gonna. We made a point to tell them, like, "Hey, you guys are invited." Yeah. Um, and but you're kind you know, of part of the furniture. And, we, and I'm the cob kind of gave them like a loose, mm -hmm. you know brochure of the sales pitch of this is why it's important and why it would be great for you to show up and so we yeah. had a couple of the department heads and the xo um they came by on their lunch break between trainers mm -hmm. and so they just came by for a hot minute one dude brought a bag yeah. full of candy for all the selects and was just like hey you know i can't <laughs> a little morale boost like, here's your blow pop exactly like, like congrats, uh, keep up the energy cool. you guys are yeah. amazing whatever and it was, yeah. I mean, it's small, but still, they, again, yeah, that's, made a point to yep. show up. that's awesome. Somebody brought me a red starburst um, in so, the middle of that shit. I'd be, I'd be happy to see him. I feel like you, you're cool. And especially when <laughs> it's like the end, right. And you're like, yeah. okay, like who yeah. are you? But like, thanks for being here. So yeah. that part was cool. But when the, the CO followed us around the rest of the day or specifically our selects, but, um, as he watched each station that they went to and he would, mm. They would, you know, somebody would tell the selects, hey, this is what you have yeah. to do. And then mm -hmm. he would kind of stand there and watch. And then, but he kept looking over at the rest of our chiefs that were with them. And it was like, mm -hmm. so what is the, you know, like, what are we trying to get out of this? What's the point? Yeah. Of this what's one? the, what's yep. This? What's the training tons objective? Of questions and, yep. Good. And it wasn't in a way of like trying to validate if it was a good, if it was worthwhile. Mm -hmm. It was just, no, like, just hey, help genuinely me curious driving here, you know? Yeah. 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 And so that part was awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, it was great for all that, but what I thought was the most interesting that I had never seen before and nobody else in our mess had heard of or seen before was when we went for the final acceptance piece and we're in our tent, mm -hmm. he was sitting in there with us. <laughs> um, That's cool. I'm, I'm fine with that. He sat yeah, there the like... whole time. And so, and he was very much like, you know, the cop kind of laid out the ground rules for everybody. Like, Hey, this is how mm -hmm. we do it here. This is what's going to happen. This is what yeah. I expect. This is what I want. Yada, yada, yada. Right. Mm -hmm. And he kind of lays that out. And then he kind of looked over and he said, like, uh, do you have anything? It wasn't like anything to add, but like, do you have any questions or whatever? And yeah. the CEO just kind of looked around like, 
yo, I'm the guest here. Like I'm, I'm part of the furniture. Yeah. Quietly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's yeah. like, I'm just going to sit quietly. And we had, there was one guy that showed up who was retired. Um, but mm. a handful of dudes in our mess knew him and whatever. And he yeah. sat in the corner. Again, he didn't say anything either. He was there for a couple of specific dudes that he was yeah, you know, yeah. in their career. And right. he was there for them. But, um, but he kind of laughed and he nodded towards that guy. And he's like, that dude has an idea of what's going. He's like, that dude gets a vote before me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, and we kind of mean about that, but I, I don't like, I would be f- like, I just want to see. Yeah. I would be fine. Like if, like if I'm the old retired dude in the tent, like I'd be fine speaking up as long as the cob was cool with it. Like he, but yeah, if not, yeah, you know I mean like, cause it depends on like, if you invite me to one of yours, like say, It'd be like, I'm probably not going to know many of the dudes there. And I definitely don't know the cops. So it's like, I'm totally in guest mode unless he's like, yeah, maybe I'm there for somebody specific or maybe not. But like, if I'm, if not, yeah, I'm, I'm largely part of the furniture unless somebody defers to me or tags me in or something, or unless the cop gives me explicit permission. Cause I yes. feel like, yeah, I'm kind of like just there. And he literally, he had to go meet with the, you know, he, he sat down or not sat down with, but like he went and talked to the cop beforehand and the mm. cop was like, Hey, I just want to talk to the dude, see what he, what he thinks his role is and make mm. sure that he's not overstepping bounds or yep. that we're not exactly. expecting something of him that he's unfamiliar with. Right. Right. Just, yeah. Which is totally fine and fair. Yeah. But he, um, and he was fine. He was quiet for the whole, he, none of them really said much. The standard, like mm-hmm. there's a handful of people that do most of the talking, but, yep. um, but he, the CEO is there the whole time. And so like after each dude gets through, like, of course there's the chain of everybody standing up, giving the dude a hug and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But with the way they had like, like these floodlights set up in there, they couldn't see most any of us in the tent. Yeah. Um, and or at least they, not, sp- and not detailed. Right. And so yeah, 90, not, I don't think any of them knew that the CEO was in there beforehand Okay, until he was. So once everybody went through, then the CEO was just the last dude to walk up. And just cause he didn't want to cut in line, I guess was kind mm. of the, the, the way it came across. It wasn't like a, I'm the final boss. It was like, yeah, yeah. It was, he go, wanted right? to let the chiefs do chief things first. Yeah. And then, yeah. And, and so then he just slid up and, and gave him a hug or, or I, I think he just shook their hand. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. But every time once he stood out in the right spot and they saw who like, he was, oh. they were all just like, Oh shit. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. That's cool, but man. I, that's I, Says a lot about your CEO. We asked the like, CEO, like, we were like, hey, what did you think of that? So, what did you think? That was my, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. he was like, I mean, I don't know. I've never seen any of this before. So, it's a lot. It's like very eye opening and it's a lot of like, it's a lot to process, probably. Yeah. But he was like, I, I mean, I think it's fucking awesome. But yeah. like, he's like, I, I really love it. Like, I think it was fucking awesome. But like, I, I don't have anything to compare to, you know? Like, yeah. I yeah, have no yeah. idea what to expect. Cause right. I said, I kind of joked with him and I said, is it, is it everything that you hoped and dreamed? Like, is it what you expected it to be? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I literally had no expectations. Uh, yeah. I didn't know what to think. No idea what's anything. about to happen. Right. But he was yeah. like, but it was awesome. And I was like, well, that's yeah. good at least. And how he was you, like, is it, he was like, was I, was there something, I don't remember how he said it, but he was kind of like, is that what, like, did I do anything wrong? And I was like, oh, I've never seen. I was like, I've never even heard of a CEO being in not not being there at acceptance. acceptance. I've never seen that. That's cool. Though. And he was like, and he kind of looked surprised. He's like, really? 
And then mm -hmm. our EDMC was like, oh yeah, no, I've never heard of that either. I've never seen yeah. you're a first. And he was like surprised. I think he felt I've never by that. Yeah. I've seen COs like being involved, like we talked about earlier, but I've never seen one at acceptance. Yeah. I'm like, no. I, there was one year where there was, he was like, they were kind of like milling about, but they weren't like in the tent, like watching or whatever. But how do you feel about the floodlight thing? That's the second time I've heard that. And I've never experienced it where you've got like the lights pointed at the select so they can't really see the chiefs. I've never, I've never been like involved in one like that. It wasn't intentional so that they couldn't. Oh, okay. So, I mean, you've got a, a like a dude's dark. plugged in his truck. He's got a, yeah. uh, an extension, a light bar like or whatever power the fuck. strips. And you've got oh, a okay. handful of lights around the, the tent, right? Like, yeah, yeah. We had five pop up tents in this area right. with tarps around them. And it's, mm -hmm. it's dark. You can't see shit. Yeah, yeah. And so, really, it's like so that the dudes in the tent can see the guy standing there that you're talking. Yeah, to. okay. That's because it wasn't like a legit floodlight. It was just pointed at them. Yeah, I think Ariana. I think it was hers. I think it might have been Desiree. I don't know. I, I We talked about it on the episode, but like they said that for theirs, that when they went in, they had like floodlights pointed at them and nobody could see the chiefs. And so it was weird. And I'm like, I don't fucking like that, dude. If I'm talking to you, I want you to be able to see my face. Like, I feel like there's a lot lost like, in the communication part. Yes and no. So like when I when I did mine, it was there was a basically a floodlight on me and I mm. couldn't or before that I had blackout goggles on so I couldn't see who yeah you, know, you recognize voices obviously but I couldn't see their faces for most of it yeah but the advantage of that too is I I didn't get like distracted looking at I there was nothing to get distracted by like right I couldn't see anybody specifically there was no I didn't have that dude in the back that's giggling talking to the dude next to him or you know, yeah. I'm asking somebody to throw me the bag of jerky. Right. And that's like a distracting thing while you're trying mm. to talk about something like you didn't have that happening. Um, I guess when you can't see what else again in ours, it wasn't so bad that you couldn't see anything. It was just, okay. I mean, it was bright, but it they was just couldn't see the CEO because of where he was fields. kind of thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah he was like, he was just directly of where he was underneath one of the spotlights. Yeah like just behind it and sitting in the first mm. seat closest to them. So like just, he was right behind the floodlight. You just couldn't yeah. see that shit. Gotcha. But it, again, none of it was like meant to be a smoke and mirrors, like yeah. I'm the man behind the curtain kind of thing. Um, right. It was just a physical, you know, when you got a hodgepodge together, a tent and lighting yeah. and like you work with what you got. <laughs> but I do think there is some, value to again not being distracted by whatever that's happening yeah yeah um, because that's you know true. like you would see dudes that would walk in we laughed like the first couple of guys that walked in the first guy was like hey what's going on guys and somebody's just like get the fuck out are you stupid and then the like we're in the middle of something and, and then the second dude comes in oh you're talking about like, the selected that yeah okay i thought you yeah. meant it like you're and in then, the middle of like do like a selectee no, no. interaction and some dork just walked in and said hey what's up guys no like the first select walked in and he's just like yeah, hey, what's yeah, going yeah. on guys and we were just yeah. like get the fuck get out, out. and yeah. then the next dude comes in and he's like uh you know yeah. chief select so-and-so reporting for whatever and we're just yeah. like get the fuck you out. can get out too and 
<laughs> and then the third dude came in somewhere in the middle and we kind of laughed. We're like, did you guys just try like both extremes to see which would Yeah, just to just kind of like going, start hey, feeling everything want. out. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the third dude just kind of laughed and he's like, oh yeah, no, that's 100%. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, that didn't work. Get the fuck out. Idiots. Um, so like yeah. all those things are super funny and like the CEO is kind of yeah. laughing at all that stuff too. But um, it was just, it was interesting at, at seeing how that happened but it, again it was hard because yeah. i didn't want to overstep my bounds of not knowing how again i haven't it's not that i've never seen yeah you're new before to the command and, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah but new to the command and new here and i don't know you don't even know the selects that well so it's like exactly. what are you gonna say you know what i mean like right and there's a couple yeah. of things you kind of dig on here or there but like um but for the most part i just kind of sat there and it was just funny because like one of the, the cob I don't even know how many times it was like a meme after a while of like, hey, we do cigars for final night. <laughs> like then one guy brought like I think he brought like 40 something cigars. And so while we're yeah. sitting in there, like everybody's got a cigar lit. God, and I so like one it, of the dude. first dudes that one of the first dudes that walked in, he just steps in and he goes, it is really smoky in here <laughs> looking around. We just I couldn't, I wouldn't, it, have, I wouldn't have been in that tent, man. They did, uh, when Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather fought, we were, uh, on patrol and somebody on the other crew, like put it on a DVD or something and sent it out to the boat. And our CO lights the smoking lamp on the submarine on cruise mess like while we're submerged and i was Jesus. fucking furious dude because it's so fucking unsanitary but also it's like contrary to a policy document and that shit makes me nauseous bro like it's so gross oh, so i'm yeah. like i was so fucking pissed and no one cared and they're like this is happening and i'm like all right fuck off i, I went to i'm like i'm going to the rack i'm not going to be involved in this don't come to me for shit and i just went to sleep because it gives me like a headache i get nauseous i'm like i hate yeah, yeah, it yeah. and they were out there you know p- pizza and wings and all that and it's like it's cool like i got no problem with all, everything except the cigars like no yeah, yeah, like yeah. not on the mess decks man like if they want to go down and i'm smoke not a cigar machine, bro whatever i quit smoking years ago and so since then i don't i'm not i don't i can't do cigarette smoke like i won't just hang out yeah but i don't mind um like i I guess i don't mind it but like if it was a but like i'm not gonna go yeah like a a million dudes in a tent no fuck off i can't do it that's but with like everybody with cigars for some reason cigars are different to me and it doesn't really bother me as much i think it's because i grew up with my dad smoked cigars for so it didn't bother me, but it was it was definitely one of those like you don't notice how smoky it is till you stepped out of the tent yeah yeah for something Whoa. and then you come back in and you're like oh yeah it's God. smoky <laughs> yeah uh, I mean there, you got eighteen people smoking a cigar and five pop up tents that are tented in yeah um but yeah I don't know I thought it was interesting having the CO there and then especially with their the mindset of like. And I think the XO would have been there, but he was sick because mm-hmm. um, he made a point of saying that at one point he called me for something work related on final night. And I was like, yeah. why are you in the office? Why are you not down here? Just give him a hard time. And he was like, yeah. nah, I'm sick. He's like, you don't need this. Like, yeah, you don't need don't this need bad juju in your sick. life. Yeah. Um, which sure. Cool. But, um, but I don't know. I thought it was really interesting because again, it yeah. makes 
it makes sense even on a small level when you're talking to the CEO and you go, Hey, we're going to go do mm-hmm. this thing for chief season. Like the next two seasons that our yeah. CEO is going to be here. Like that dude's bought in, you know what I yeah. mean? He gets it to yeah. some extent. He's not going to fight you on like, Oh, you're going to have chief training. Okay. Right. Like, right. You go play reindeer games. It, he gets it. Yeah. Right. If nothing else, he saw the end result. And right. So he, he knows the value. He's seen all of that mm. and he knows what's going on. Um, and so again, when you say like, Hey, it's final night, uh, there's mm. two and a half days that we're not going to be available because you have a half day and then you have the full day of final night yeah. and then you have pinning and then we're not coming back to work after pinning on a Friday. <laughs> yeah. So like when you kind of have a khaki exodus for two and a half yeah. days, shy of really critical things like it's not a hard sell to this guy anymore he's like right sure i get it and i'm I'm bought in and so i really it makes sense to me to not to have them involved at that point plus like you could always sell it as like we're just trying to show that we're above board and blah 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 blah. that yeah but that's sure that's like a that's a valid that's a valid point to, to the people that are worried about like what you said earlier about it like going extinct because the officers that get all the way up to the tippy top and and have to deal with like shutting it down because somebody did something stupid um yeah i mean you're gonna have like the more you do that the less cnos you're gonna have in that spot that think there's no value to it and think Mm -hmm. it's stupid and i don't need this shit and they just shut it down like forever and they're just like you can do cpoldc and shut up and everybody just gets frocked like a normal person And so it's like, and that's like, I mean, that's a, we're at a high risk of that pretty much at all times. I mean, it's almost happened like half a dozen times. Like if you go into the tradition of change document, like a bunch of Mcpons talk about how the CNO is like, fix this or we're done. You know what I mean? And it's like multiple Mcpons have that same like experience. Um, So yeah, it's like fucking, Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's not that I don't buy that. Like I, 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 it just seems, I don't know the last handful of somewhat important people that I've talked to, mm-hmm. um, that are like, we had a couple of fleets and whatever else that are, yeah. I don't know. I'm not it's saying like some of that, but like those guys would, I mean is would like when say the out, same thing, but like high, high, if you had the opportunity to ask like a flag officer at that level, like they don't have the same like attachment to it. You know what I mean? So like uh, no. they don't get no, right. there's a chief season largely. Right. Um, unless they um, really believe they that had... it would like harm the chief's mess's abil- ability to do what they do, I guess uh, I don't see why they would care. Right. You know but I, mean? I guess part of what part of going through the season and, or seeing all of that at least. <laughs> yes. Yeah. From the CEO's point is you're there to show him like, look, mm-hmm. I don't, you could you could go whole pitcher Kool-Aid and say that I don't think the Chiefs could do what they yeah. do without the season. Right. Um and I I'm sure somebody could make a good case for that. That you know, and, and yeah. I don't really know, but I, but I, I think there's value. There's somebody but, that yeah, could I mean, make you a know. good You know how I feel about you, it. I know. <laughs> I'm not saying that it's perfect the way it is. Yeah, right. But But I think there's value. Yeah, I I definitely think that we would that we are more uh, capable, I guess, with the season than we would be without without it. Yeah, yeah. 
I agree. Like, um, which again, like for all its flaws and for all my criticisms of it, I, I've always game. maintained that that like, but there is goodness there, and it's it's sometimes yeah. it's it's hard for me to even quantify what that thing is but i'm telling you like it's it exists it's there it's hard and it's a hard sell because it sounds like i'm just like fucking unicorns and rainbow i'm just like shitting shitting rainbows but like i i don't it's it's hard for even me to articulate it sometimes but there really is Well, that's the funniest part when you talk to somebody who's going to the season who's having a hard time and they're like Mm -hmm. hey this sucks and this is miserable why am I doing this? And you're like, yeah, ah, yeah. And it'll, it'll be better later. <laughs> like, but the, that's the thing though. I mean? Like I, I, I don't even think that's how you answer the question. I think one of my biggest criticisms is that we don't have the formal policy documents and, and structure built around it. And then we, there aren't mm-hmm. like formal uh, training objectives for us to point to. There's just these vague mm-hmm. platitudes about like, you'll understand later pointed barbs and shit. And it's like, that's bullshit. But there but there is like this when you're looking at it like big picture when you zoom out it's like why does it work some and it doesn't always and there's a lot of reasons for that but like why like why does it seem to add value somehow and it's like shared adversity i don't fucking know like i I mean like i'd have to really like dissect that and i know that like the, the shared adversity and shared like shared suffering um there's there's something to that otherwise like seal training wouldn't work the way that it does like buds there's and like all the boot camp wouldn't work yeah there's something to trauma bonding <laughs> <laughs> that should be a bumper sticker it or sounds some shit. terrible but <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it i mean there's there really is something there that um and i really think it's that it's overcoming adversity as a team is that's a thing that like that adds some value and that makes you better for mm-hmm. some reason because you it like just galvanizes the team but like there's something more there that i i haven't really been able to like fully codify yet but yeah it's there is value like i i I believe that like truly i just have a lot of other issues with it and how we do it i just because i think there is so much i think the thing that i get spun up about is I see that like so there's what we do now and I I can recognize that there is an enormous potential value that we're not like leveraging. You know what I mean? Like I think it could Mm. be so much more valuable if we were doing it better. But like even when we fuck it up, it's still somehow most of the time adds some value. And that's what's really interesting is like even Desiree and Ariana, who are were real skeptical going in. And I mean, Ariana yeah. was actively like resisting it for a while. And I had to like talk her down a few times. Even she came out the other end and is like, I get it now. You know what I mean? Like, I definitely got value from that. I'm definitely better for it. Like still has issues, still has her bones to pick just like I do. But and you do whatever, you know. Yeah. but they, they are like, okay, like, you, you know, well, like I, I did get something out of that. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, there is value there. I just, yeah, we could do way, way, way better. I think and that's what's frustrating. You could always, yeah, there's always a better way, but yeah, the problem is that the Navy changes constantly. And so how mm-hmm. do you teach all that without, you'd have to yeah. teach them. You'd have to push them through the season while simultaneously how to 
do the next season. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I just think it's as simple as like if we can like they built and like ELD and like, I I mean, I don't know when they started like working on it, like brainstorming and shit, but like five years, maybe if that like Mm -hmm. so it's like, dude, I don't. All I want is that type of formal structure built around it. I just want a policy document I can point at and I want training objectives and I want a master course document that says certain things. And it's like you're just building a sandbox with guardrails. Like I just want the bright red lines and I want the it focused and I want a certain amount of it to be like repeatable. Like I want I want a consistent product across all the communities and all the whatever's with that like wiggle room built in for each warfare community and platform and whatever to build in their own like functionality heritage specific things yeah, right yeah. like because it's you know a seal chief's not the same as a yeah. submarine chief's not the same as a cb chief and etc but right. they kind of are though you know what i mean and i feel like that yeah, yeah it needs yeah. to be built in too but like other than that like i don't i don't want to abolish it i think a lot of the structure is good. I think a lot of like, not that's not the right way of saying that. I think a lot of the, like it's got like a, a, like decent bones, but it needs to be stripped down to the studs and, and rebuilt and refocused in a, in a much more like just, it's almost like a modernization like a refit or something. Cause it's just like, I need it. I like, there's so much we do. That's just like you were saying, like it off the cuff and like, informal and it can get chaotic and there's not always a plan and not everybody's on the same page and all this shit. And it's like, that's cause a lot of it is very, um, and I mean, it kind of depends on who's running the season too, like how much planning they do, how much they formalize with any type of orders or documents or whatever, but it's usually chaotic and there's poor communication and people don't know what the fuck's going on. And then, um, there's not a lot of focus to the training and to the some of the events. And it's like, yeah, I mean, fuck, why is it not formalized like everything else is? And that's what drives me ape shit. We like here. One of the big things that I liked mm-hmm. is we gave. So the first two training sessions. Now, granted, we have when you have seven selects, we have mm-hmm. a th- 16, 15 chiefs before that, maybe. 16 something like that i don't know yeah and our cob can be kind of long-winded um just in general it's like yeah. about it it's a thing this is uh, um this is what's the word i'm looking for prerogative yeah he's it, the guy yeah but so when when we so the the big point was like we went into training every training that we did with them he made a point to s- talk to us beforehand to the room like mm. whoever was there and say like hey I yeah. want this to be, you know, like a, they've been getting just beat down by things mm. lately. They need a win. You know, you can yeah. just read it on their face. They need a win. Right. So like, just, Good. you know, make your comments. Sure. But like, overall, I want this yeah. to be a positive day mm-hmm. and experience for them. So give them Good. the win. Right. Um, or it was like, these dudes have just sucked at 98 <laughs> different things and haven't done anything. Yeah. Um, so it's I don't care if they correct. get through three sentences, Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and it's like that, whatever. Right. Right. And so, but he made a point to explain those when Good. we did training, the first two trainings, I think were given by the chiefs first. We mm-hmm. talked through like Good. some Mando topics that we yeah. wanted to go through to show and gave them, them the, like, gave them the roadmap. Is, yeah. 
Yeah. Right. This is what a yeah. good training looks like. And so good. we did those trainings. And That's then cool. after that, we would have them. Did you tell them you don't have your MTS? Um, so you don't know what the fuck you're talking about? <laughs> right. No, I didn't. But it didn't. It didn't. Uh, they didn't come. Our problems with the time of everything. We also had some crazy mm. operational stuff. That I yeah, I mean that's always. Right now. But yeah. we had a million other wild things that came up that kind of threw a, a big gear in the wrenches for a little while, and so some of the trainings kind of went to the side. And when they did come in, it was less of, "Hey, I want you to give us your training about DAPA mm. to the Chiefs mess." Like, okay, I don't care about that. What I want is like, where are you at with these? 15 different things you need to get done and right. what's your plan and why is this done and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, and so that was more of that. And we just, by the mm. time we were done with rattling through that, we didn't have time to do the topic or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. You know, where it's right. like, which like, do you, do you really give a shit? Like, cause most of you guys already no. know all that stuff anyway. So it's not like they're tr really training you. It's like, it's more for no, their that's benefit. The point. A lot is, of those things. You know, I, I've always looked at those as there is zero point in them. They're not yeah, sure. Yeah. Maybe there's a couple of I don't dudes need you that to... don't know a couple of Uli's, but that's right. never the point because again, as a chief, I would assume everybody on the other side of the room knows at least enough to go, Oh mm -hmm. shit, a DAPA thing. I know who to go talk to and I'm going to go ask. Yeah, exactly. And I'll yep. figure it out. But where for them, it's more of, I look at all of those as it's a opportunity to give training to a group of people they mm. may not have done that before. And yeah. then also like, how do you deal with that obnoxious second class that doesn't care mm. and thinks everything you say is a joke? And how do you care about yeah. this first class that's constantly going to one up you with Uli questions or mm. whatever, right? Like there's those scenarios, like how good are you going to be when you walk in and the CO's like, Hey, where are these five deliverables? How right. do you answer those questions without looking like an idiot? And Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like yeah. those, are the, those are the things that I think you get out of it. It has nothing to do with what you're actually training. Right, about. right. But the side benefit is when you tell them to give training about, say, the DAPA, they theoretically are doing they some have to research, do the research about the DAPA yeah. program. Yeah, they have to open the and book. And they learn something yeah. about it. Right. Um, and so some of that is is some of the side benefits. Them standing there talking to me about yeah you know, equal opportunity is less effective it's i mean not, i that's already not the yeah. goal. i'm not right literally trying to train well, about whatever they're telling me about and but that's kind of one of the things that i look at as an opportunity for like like if i don't care and uh, like so the room's not there to receive training and then the people mm -hmm. doing it are really only gaining the experience of doing the training and then looking in the books it's mm -hmm. like i feel like I could build some stuff in like like assignments that they spend time doing that involve that kind of stuff. And maybe you wrap it up in egg divisions because mm -hmm. I used to do a lot of that. Like, oh, hey, Sailor Timmy just gave say. you an EO complaint. But then then it frees any of those training sessions up for them to receive training from the chiefs on things that's, that actually like competencies, like things that actually that's fucking 100 percent what ours became. Right. It, Good. Because so that's I feel like that's division, what it should be for everyone. You know, they asked everybody to write down like, I think the top three like wildest scenarios that they had mm -hmm. as a chief. And yeah, um, well, God, so you probably had some answer. fucking doozies. <laughs> so they basically I know NCS like, hey, agents by their first name. <laughs> 
I did. Uh, I We're that, homies. But, yeah, that's but hilarious. It was, like, it was um, <laughs> but so like people just kind of gave like, hey, uh, this sailor, I had a sailor who got another sailor pregnant and mm. whatever, right? Yeah. Um, and then the the female sailor didn't want to keep the pregnancy, but, uh, mm-hmm. and then also he was married and how do you deal with that? Right. And, or whatever. Right. They would just be some mm-hmm. wild stuff. And there's, for, you know, cause ever seen some wild shit out there. Yeah. There's so much fucking shit to learn from scenarios like that, dude. Cause it's not even right. just one competency. You get to talk through a ton of shit. And those were universally the most like powerful and impactful moments were like, um, mm-hmm. like that same EDMC I talked about earlier, like there was a training where he talked about a sailor. I, I think they took their own life. I'm not sure there's something, one of his sailors died. I don't remember all of the scenario the itself, but I remember how the room felt. I remember what their faces look. Yeah. You know I mean, like I remember the energy Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was like that those moments are like the most impactful moments when mm-hmm. like, cause like a lot of the time it's not just sharing a story. It's like that chief becomes humanized because they're vulnerable sharing this like yeah. fucking traumatic shit they went through as yeah. a chief and what they learned from it and how they dealt with it and what they would have done differently and all those things. It's like, that's the, that's the shit right there. That's the good stuff, man. Like those are the, those are by far and away the most impactful moments for me. Anyway, so when like, we, when they did their egg division and they passed them out, whatever we're looking at, you know, you get the standard yeah. like chuckles about each one of them. And then did you mm. make a devo notebook and did you do yeah, this? Yeah. And did you actually give them names and mm. whatever you go through right. some of the, the random, yeah which is fun like that's i always enjoyed that part even though like yeah i get it like you can you can easily point at the egg division thing and be like what are we doing but it's like it's fun but also if you do it correctly there's a lot of functionality built into that and like have you ever made a devo notebook because it's a thing you should do and that's where like your fucking paperwork should go you know and then um right like an eo thing or like homie like somebody died what's the keiko procedures and all that all those things it it forces the function of them getting in the book writing a form like write a counseling sheet write a report shit and that was that's how you know that's how we used it which was yeah that was end up being like a big uh training time distractor of like hey you guys were supposed to give us training on whatever yeah Uh, but here's what it ended up being was we gave you you know when you showed us your egg division last week mm-hmm. we told you these five things happened yeah so and what's the what's the answer you know what did yeah. you do and right. then when they like kind of one of them was like <sighs> you could kind of see him kind of roll his eyes at some wild scenario yeah one of them was like your sailor went she was on leave she was out kayaking somewhere um and then you just got a phone call from the sheriff's department that said that she had died somehow mm-hmm. kayaking. Sure. Her body washed up on shore and yeah. they were on their way to her husband's house to go notify him. And like, that's where you're at and what, you know, like, yeah. what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so when they you would give some of the more wild scenarios and you see them mm-hmm. kind of like roll their eyes at it. It's yeah. Like, like it dude, never don't, happens. Don't fucking like, roll your eyes. dude. Yeah. Don't fuck. Should, yeah. Like mean. it happened to somebody on a carrier fucking few years ago. There was a, a nuke electrician hiking by himself. I, I don't even know if they know what happened, but he fell down somewhere and died. 
And like then that all those things happened on board USS whatever. I was one of the carriers. But like, yeah, I mean, that's a real thing, dude. Like people die in motorcycle right. accidents all the time. Every year somebody gets killed riding their motorcycle um, because somebody wasn't paying attention or they were doing silly things on their motorcycle or whatever. But like I had a J.O. on my last submarine. He was I don't know if he was hiking or or doing something on the water, but like got caught in some current and drowned in the river and died. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it fucking happens. I but know the dude a, like. Right. And so that was like, you know, you get a couple of guys who would get kind of heated about that of the same thing. Yeah. Like, dude, this isn't, I get it to this you. Isn't it's a fucking wooden egg. But yeah. This is a real thing. That's a real that thing that and will then, happen to you. Uh, like one of these things the is going to happen to you, if not a bunch, you know? Right. And the Fuck. cool part about it was all the scenarios that we gave were from, were things like a real story. In our mess had lived. Yeah. Yeah. Not Good. just like I that's, heard about a guy. That's cool because um, then when they do that eye roll bullshit, homeboy can come from the top rope and just like <laughs> teach them a life lesson really quick. Yeah, no, they stopped rolling their eyes quick about that. Mm-hmm. But but it was still very much like, okay, well, so what would you do in that scenario? And it's like, yeah. well, I would go do whatever. And it's like, dude, I just told you that the cops said that they're on their way to go notify Yeah. That's the first thing you're going to do. I'm going to call the chain of command on my way a hundred miles an hour to her husband's house. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? I'm going to be on speaker going, Hey cops, some shit's going down. I'm on the way to the husband's house. I'll give you an update when I have more information. Click. That's the end of my actions until I get there to like help her husband stop hyperventilating and like do whatever I can to help the family. And so it was just things like that. Like, yeah, sure. There's a, there's a black and white answer in there somewhere. Right. Like no shit right. has happened. What are you going to do? Right. And what then, are you really going to do? And you go through and, all that. And yeah. So like those were, those were good, but that's what most of our trainings ended up being. Yeah. Um, it wasn't literally them standing there clicking through a PowerPoint. Literally ever actually that never yeah. happened, but um, I don't think it happened with me either. Like this one was weird because there yeah. was a lot of small things that I think are kind of corny, but that I always kind of enjoyed. And maybe I'm wrong with this or I like what I, I mean, I'm not wrong for what I enjoy. So. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. But, I don't know. You might be. But, Some people um, are weird. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so I laughed like two days before final night. I was talking to one of the dudes mm. and I was like, um, I said something. I was like, Hey man, how long have you been in the Navy? And he's yeah. like, oh, all me blooming like life. But <laughs> idiot. Like, oh, 2009. And I was like, what? And I was like, no. And he's like, Fucking oh, yeah, me. that other thing. He goes, oh, I, I didn't memorize. Yeah. That. Yeah. I like, Has I, nobody asked you? I, I, I felt if, if stupid. Memorized, but like, yeah, I felt stupid you, during yeah, my season. But then stupid. when I was the chief on the other side, yeah, I, 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 I don't care about like, uh, getting permission to sign like the charge book spiel. Like, I think no. those are stupid and I don't even want people to do that with me. But yeah, like how, like how long have you been in the Navy? And, uh, what's what the other time one? Is it? How high what time is it? Yeah. Yeah. What time is it? Um, is my other favorite they're, one. But those but, are like, yeah, they're dumb it's and just, they're corny and like, sure. But it's, it's the secret decodering shit. It's, it's funny and it's cool yeah. and all chiefs know it. So it's like, that's like part of the secret decodering. It's like part of the things that's like, makes it kind of cool. But, but also like, it's meant to, like, that's part of the piece that's not 
not everything has to be like your yeah, sailor just yeah. died and the cops are. You're allowed like, to have fun. You're allowed yeah. to laugh and have fun, you know? Like, yeah. So just laugh and have fun with it. Like, right. who cares? Right. Like, and if you got a word backwards, it's not like I'm going to come off the yeah. top ropes and tell you're the worst select ever. Right. Like, we're all going to laugh well, at it and, and then you're going to think life. I think sometimes those things get demonized a little bit because somebody does do that. Like somebody like sure. w- refuses to give them a charge book entry because they got one word wrong in the fucking thing. And they're like, nope, come back when you know it, idiot. You know, like and they just get treated like shit. So it's like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that happens with some fucking dummies out there, but. I, th- I think those things are fine. I'm not a fan of the most honorable and exalted bullshit. And I'm not a fan yeah, of the presenting your charge book with all the, the shticks that they have all over. But like, um, and there's yeah. some other stuff that used to happen that I feel like's pretty much extinct. Um, but yeah, I, I don't have a problem with like that shit. I mean, I probably said the sailors creed a thousand times saying anchors away a thousand yeah, times, like, you know, like, like watching the, them march in singing anchors mm-hmm. away and then trying to yeah. request permission the proper way to enter or yeah. whatever and they'd screw it up and then we'd send yep. them out and they'd come back and it's like yeah. okay sure that's dumb but every time they got those wrong we went like i think of the first time the cop was like you have three chances and then after the third time he was like all right he goes you guys are singing row 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 your boat in a round while you like fake paddle your boat <laughs> and so, but then it just turned into this really funny thing because yeah, yeah. Like, you're going to sing it in a round and they're like, what does that mean? And so he's trying to explain it and walk him through how to do that. <laughs> and like, but then the cop was telling him how to do it the wrong way. And then like, somebody oh. was like, no, this is how you do it. And then he was trying to tell him. And then the dudes, when they were, when the selects were trying to sing it, they were singing it like. Half of them were doing it the right way. Half of them were doing yeah. it the wrong way. It sounded like this hot garbage nonsense. Yeah. And then like the our side of the room is all just like kind of arguing with each other about who knows yeah. how to sing this song in a row. <laughs> and then eventually we all just started laughing at like how absurd. Yeah, how all of silly it was. everything was. Yeah. Yeah. I always yeah, liked and, like we all laughed about it and moved yeah. on. But I always um, liked that PT when you're doing the counting. And I don't know, I think they do it everywhere. Um but where they do the yeah. you you count you your repetitions and if you don't say chief senior chief master chief McPon, you because like everybody fucks it up a few times at the beginning at least where some some dummy says seven and you're like what the fuck and then you start over or whatever yeah. and it's like I just thought that was fun because like I would do shit like that with my A school students when I I was a senior chief we'd be doing PT right. in the morning and I'd do air squats and at the time I was like prime CrossFit shape so like. I would do air squats, um, but I would do them ridiculously fast. And I was like, you know, I'll count the cadence, you count the repetition. If you don't keep up with me or if you like, um, I would do some where I'd be like up, down, up, down, and I'd like stay down and they would just go up and I'd be like, we're starting over, you know, and like we're going to get to 10. But I would trip them up on purpose and it was like a game. And to like be part yeah. of PT and they would, they loved it. Like they were just like, ah, oh, he got us again. You know what I mean? Or like, yeah, or yeah, they, yeah. they would not screw up. And then I'd be like, all right. And then we'd go up again and like, they loved it. And so like, I always had a, a fun with stuff like that because I don't know, like it just makes it fun. It's like kind of like just like a bonding thing. Exactly. And, and I don't think yeah. there, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I think it's, you know, like you have to have fun doing something like the chief season. Like if you don't have any fun, it's yeah, it's going to suck the whole fucking time. Like you're going to be traumatized at the end. Like you got to build some fun and, and like laugh in lieu of crying in some of the, some of the things. And so like, yeah, you got to learn mm-hmm. to 
and I wasn't good at it as a select. Like I, I didn't deal with that. Well, like I didn't, um, this dude, Timmy was one of the guys that made chief with me. And he was always trying to like stir shit up and play pranks and fucking, you want to go to the, the, uh, chief's quarters with an air horn in the middle of the night and wake up, wake them all up and sing anchors <laughs> away and shit. And, um, just he wanted, he always wanted to do some kind of a prank. And I was always like, we were always talking him out of shit because we didn't want to get yelled at. And it's like, well, jokes on you nerd. You're going to get yelled at anyway. So let's go have some fun. And then exactly. like, yeah, but I didn't get it then I get it now, you know, like I got it in the, after I was a chief, but we didn't, uh, we should have listened to Timmy more. Like, <laughs> we should have done more of the hijinks, had some more fun. But yeah. 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 I don't know. It's like those aspects are the ones that are like, I, I, I can't, I can't a hundred percent justify, uh, yeah. why they absolutely need to be part of the season outside right. of saying they're not harmful when done properly. So I mean, like, if, I, the I value know, that is added it's is the fun. fun like yeah it's just fun and it's it's like a bonding thing too i think it's kind of like the opposite or like a not the opposite like a positive version of the the trauma bonding you know what i mean like it's like a it's like like it humanizes us um it shows that we can have fun and that we do have fun in the mess as a group as a team whatever and so like i think there's mm -hmm. like there really is objective value to it it's just you got to stay way on the on the safe side of the hazing line because you get you get up right. with some of that shit. You kind of start to toe the line a little bit, um, you know, I don't yeah, know, it was, that I don't know. It was is, like but. I said, it was interesting because I kind of just went the whole season. I just kind of, you know, I was just along for the ride for the yeah. most part, at least with as far as input on the big things. And again, it's right. just because. I'm just learning the area, the mess, the mm -hmm. job, the, all the things. The people. Yeah. Um, I mean, geez. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I've been here four months now. So, mm -hmm. um, so it's, I get that aspect. Um, right. And it's not that like, I'm suddenly going to become the most vocal dude in the room next year, but yeah. I will have a informed opinion when it comes yeah. to planning things or what should or shouldn't happen. And so I was just kind of, you know, in observe mode for all of it for the mm. most part. And it was interesting. Like, I don't think it was a bad season at all. I think, I think these guys yeah. did it right. Um, or Sounds I don't, that way. I don't think that they did it wrong. Um, yeah. I, I can't say that like, it's a hundred percent what I would have done, but ultimately yeah, it sounded good though. Like it sounded to get to the exact same end point. Yeah. You know I mean? It sounded above average. Like, and I mean, I wasn't there, but like the way you describe it, it sounds like you're you're in a mess that's doing a good job. You know what I mean? Like who yeah. like, could it be there better? Of course things. it could fucking everything could be better, but like, yeah, it sounds like it was good for sure. So that's dope. Um, there, yeah. And there's always small things here and there that like, somebody's yeah. going to like, because they're like, well, in Hawaii we did this. Yeah. I'm used to better. fish. Burr, 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 exactly. Burr, burr. And so like, that's why I say like, I can't say that they did it a hundred percent right because i don't yeah. there i don't think there is one but they yeah. didn't do it wrong so that's i was good. happy with that yeah i mean that's like I, f I almost feel like that's the objective it's like don't do it wrong <laughs> you know what i mean like like I, yeah we want to do it right but just don't do it wrong and that's winning on by a lot of metrics you know like obviously we yeah. want to strive for doing a, good, a great job or whatever and i don't think yeah. anybody from what i've talked to none of the selects had like some weird bitter feeling yeah. nobody felt like yeah. they were like my biggest beef was one at one of the early trainings while they were trying to talk about 
figuring out how to leave the room or some shit. Mm. I don't remember what, but they were like just standing around lost towards the beginning. And so while they were lost, we just started firing lookups at them. And, um, one dude was just standing in the corner, just scribbling every one of them down. Yeah. And so I laughed because I'm a big baseball fan. And so I said, Hey, I want to know what chiefs were in the baseball hall of fame. Yeah. And then I kind of waited and then, um, I think at one of the trainings or isn't there two, I feel like you're the one that told me this. Oh, there's more than two, but, uh, um, there's two, you told me once, but I don't remember. Yeah. Well, like one of them is Bob Feller, right? Who was, yeah, that one I knew. Yeah. Well, he's also an award named. Yeah. I was going to say there's, I know, I know, I know that name for a different reason. Yeah. Bob Feller award. Yeah. Yeah, It's, it's an award for a chief that they give once a year. Uh, to one chief in the Navy. And then it mm-hmm. also goes to a professional player at the same time, oh, whole foundation, right. yada, yada, yada. That's cool. Um, but then like the other argument is like, so his big thing is he was like a gun captain. I don't mm-hmm. know if what his official rate was, cause it's hard to find. Yeah. Um, but like more or less, like he was a gunner's mate on the mm-hmm. Alabama, like actually saw combat type deal yeah. in world war two where, Wee Reese was another one who was a Dodger, um, mm. but he joined and that was back when they were uh, letting people come in and basically joined the Navy as a chief. Yeah. And he was like a specialist, I think was the, what they called the, a lot of these oddball rates that were basically PR mm. rates. And all he did was go play baseball. Like I think he played in like Hawaii for a couple of years and then like yeah. he helped teach a team in Norfolk or something. And then he got back out of the Navy. So like, yeah, he was in the Navy, but like he still did go join and volunteer, but ultimately he played baseball his whole time in the Navy. So it's like, okay, so what's the difference between Bob Feller and Pee Wee Reese? And, and again, it's like a wiki search will tell you all that you need to know between the two. Um, but so I asked him that and none of them ever came back to me for, with the answer to any of that. Bob Feller was made an honorary green beret for life. I don't know why. I was trying to find his rate really quick, but yeah, it didn't. I couldn't find it. Good luck. Yeah, I mean, I haven't looked. I looked Um, for 30 seconds. (laughs) I will. Um, But either way, he, uh, like I asked about that. And again, it's just, Mm -hmm. it sparked the conversation of like, did yeah. you look up any of this? This is an award that you could submit another chief for potentially if you wanted to someday. And, yeah. or, um, I just like fucking baseball. And yeah. so it kind of forces Except somebody for the Dodgers, to look apparently. something up and come talk to me about baseball. You were salty as fuck yeah, the other day. <laughs> so mad. Um, but you know, it was just, so they didn't ask me, or they never got back to me with any of mm-hmm. that. And then on final night, as we were, running around to different stations every time we stopped for something somebody would hit somebody with somebody would bring up a lookup and so i just kept asking <laughs> him about anything with bob feller Wee reese something with baseball yeah. there's a couple of others that i asked him about like submarine history on things mm-hmm. and if not it was like eventually you just stop asking because like i only want to do so many like squats or push-ups or leg yeah. lifts or whatever yeah. with them right and so eventually it's like dude i'm tired 
Like, yeah. <laughs> I know that you guys think you're tired, but you also have to remember that somebody had to come before you to set this up. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll yeah. be here afterwards to, to tear it, down. it all down. And so yeah. like, I'm already tired. And yeah. That's dude. That's but, why like so, final night, like when they, those were I, cause they were trying to get me to final night for Ariana. And I'm like, bro, I don't know if I got the juice for that shit anymore. Like I'll just airdrop in and then leave. I'm not like showing up and, like zip tie and tarps to tenant tents and shit and fucking setting up events and then tearing it all down and like ugh. the last one i did at group i mean it was fucking brutal and it wasn't i mean as seasons go it was one of the chiller ones and like least demanding ones i've ever done but it was still like god damn like I, i'm too old for this shit like oh mm-hmm. uh, god yeah and, and again, like we can't just take the day off before that to go set right. that up. So it's like, right. You get out of work at four o'clock and you're like, mm-hmm. all right, now I got to go run and pick up these eight things, yep. fill the bed yeah. of my truck, set everything drive over up. here, blah, unload blah, blah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it, it was good though. I was, I was generally pleased with the season. Um, and we'll see. I don't know if I'll be around if we'll be important or not for the next one, but right. Um, you know, I obviously really don't want to be underway for a season. Cause I imagine that that just, yeah, they suck, it man. just sucks I, logistically and time and yeah, you can't be where they want, where you want them. You're super limited. Right. But I kind of want to see one just to, so I have an idea of what it's yeah. like. You know, I've never seen it's, one. I've seen one underway at the, my last on used to fish, but yeah, not it, here. It's way more toned down just by virtue of like, everybody's got to stand watch. Everybody's got to do other shit and none of it ever, none of it ever shuts off where like as in port when you're in port or on shore duty, it's like people can walk away from things and nothing's going to fucking mud dart, you know, like or burst into flames. So it's like, yeah, it's, I, I did one. No, I did two. I did one on Carter. I think it was my first year after making chief was underway. And so, I mean, I wasn't doing much. I was just kind of observing. And then, um, I did one on Louisiana where I was running it and it, it's just sucked because it's like, it's really hard to give it the attention it, it deserves. And that the give like, so that those selects have like a memorable event as well. Cause mm-hmm. like you're doing the white hat barrel in the fucking TD room and you're doing like, um, I did a, I made an anchor puzzle out of TDU weights and I used like paint pens to draw the anchor and we had it in Miss yeah. Carmen upper level. And like, um, we were like PT and I think lower level or something, but it's like, there's racks in fucking Miss Department half the time. So you're in yeah, there you doing can't be screaming the whole time. chief PT and you can't, yeah, crew. it's yeah. And it's just, it's not. I don't know. It, and I'm trying to recall even some of the shit we did because it wasn't memorable, you know, like it just wasn't final yeah. night sucked. It just wasn't fun, you know? And it's like, cause there's only so much shit you can do. Um, yeah, I think we did. Uh, did we do it on the mess text? No, I think we did pinning on the mess text. We talked about surfacing the boat and doing it topside, but I think the weather wasn't, co- wasn't yeah. cooperating. So we did it on the mess text, but yeah, it, it was, it sucked. Like it was not, I hate doing it underway. And it's like, it's probably a lot cooler on a surface ship because 
like everybody's not welded to a watch rotation and you have like hanger bays and all kinds of other uh, well decks or whatever the fuck they're called. And there's all kinds of cool shit you can do on a ship and you have all this space and you can like coordinate off and do all this other shit. And um, so, yeah, it's probably a lot cooler on like a carrier or an amphib or something. But yeah, it's on a submarine, dude. It's like, fuck, it sucks. It's so hard to do anything meaningful. Um, and even during the actual like the six week cycle, even it's like you don't get as much time with them because everybody's on a 24 hour watch rotation and you just have shit to do. That's more important, unfortunately, because yeah, there's a mission say, like, to get done. You're going to tell some dude like, hey, where's your charge? Or where's your vessel? And he's gonna yeah. Be like, oh, sorry. I was doing ores preps. And yeah. Like, well, yeah. Okay. I was busy doing <laughs> shit that matters. Sorry. Like yeah. and it's you can't argue with them when they're like, I fucking on watch. Like, I, what do you want me? Like, it's it's. It takes a lot of the edge off of everything, you know, and it's like and it's uh, the volumes turned way down on everything because it's objectively less important, even though it sucks that you can't, you know, do it like you do it otherwise. But and then what sucks even more is those poor bastards like we did it. The one we did on Carter the next year we were in port and all the boots were there at final night and they were so butthurt because the Pacific Northwest final night historically is really good. It's a huge Mm -hmm like event because everybody pools their resources and when mm-hmm. they saw what they missed out on they were so fucking mad dude they like the this one dude john was a, a boot at the detachment he's like can i just like fucking take my belt and acres off and jump in there with him he's like i want to do that that looks so fun and like yeah i felt like i felt so bad for them because they were so salty that they didn't get to do a cool final night like yeah man i like i'm with you like i've seen some really cool events that are really fun um and Mm -hmm. yeah i mean you just it sucks when you have to do it underway and it's kind of like you know but yeah about ready to wrap this up dog call it a night man i'm gonna i got another soccer game i gotta go to tomorrow yikes kids scored two goals today though nice all right, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, I always, you know, I always have fun talking to Bob, even when we're not recording, <laughs> even if we're just hanging out. Um, but yeah, it was it was cool because like I legit like I mean we t- we message each other like he'll send me memes and fucking shit and then I'll talk to, like we'll just text back and forth a little bit and I'll tell him about some stuff that's going on or whatever. But like just here and there and so it's like it's been a while since i've even talked to him and it's been even longer since y'all have heard from him so uh it was cool to catch up and and see you know like what's going on but i also thought it was it was cool to see um and i for the for the listeners and viewers right i think it's cool to see a chief being a human you know what i mean like like this is what it's like uh in a lot of ways and it gives you some insight into it like that you're just like the human emotions and the and the conflict and the bullshit that uh, a chief has to put up with just the same as uh you know like junior enlisted do um so yeah i mean I, it was i thought that was a as i was editing i was just like oh, this is a really interesting uh perspective for for junior people to kind of see that you know like they're not robots and they sure as hell don't just get away with sucking or like whatever it's like no like this is and you know like this is a submarine perspective obviously but um and and submariners see this stuff a lot more readily than i would imagine uh sailors on larger platforms or in other communities because like we go to a trainer 
like a dive and drive trainer that he was talking about, which is this big room and it's on this big like hydraulic mounted thing. And it's kind of like almost like a ride at a theme park, you know, but it's like you're simulating a submarine. Um, and so as you're doing things, it's moving, it gives the angle and like goes back and forth and does all this crazy shit. It's really cool. Um, and it's it's really good at at suspending your disbelief and, and making you really like respond like you'll be in there they'll s initiate a casualty uh simulated fire or flooding or hydraulic rupture or whatever and it's like you get caught up in it like you get caught up like your heart rate gets elevated and you're like frantic and you like freak out a little bit and it's really great at like simulating an actual response like you really kind of forget you're not on a submarine at sea as you're doing it because you're just it's like all your mental bandwidth is is like on trying to do the thing and so then you start to like it's like you forget like your brain doesn't have have enough like <laughs> uh enough bandwidth to like register that this isn't real like we're, we're in a box doing a thing but um but yeah it's it's uh inside those things there's a whole watch team including a lot of junior people um well a couple anyway i guess there's like usually two senior pe two senior people two junior people the trainer operator and then like maybe an officer of the deck depending on what we're, what we're doing um but yeah it's like if if Cobb and xo or co are standing outside this railing and they start yelling at you or whatever then you know everybody's gonna see that same same thing just like when i was getting screamed at on a submarine at sea like the whole control room's filled with like non khaki wearing people, uh, and they all just heard. And then open mic and all this. It's like the, everybody just heard me get lit on fire. So that it happens pretty frequently uh, on submarines in front of those people. But then at the same time, it's like there's still a, a bit of a a thought, I guess, that uh, or a feeling that chiefs don't get held accountable. Blah blah blah. Right? Or that we like get away with things. Uh, um. And so I just thought it was really cool, uh, t like really cool to observe, like as a listener or a or a viewer that um, like kind of how it affects him as a human, you know, like he's not just a, a robot, like he's a he's a dude, he's a chief, he's a person, he's like a he's just a sailor doing the same thing, wearing a slightly different uniform than y'all. And it's like and I know pro people probably look at Bob as like, oh, he's one of the good ones. And it's like, no, they like they all they're all human and they all go through this stuff. It's not like he's being treated differently. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that was an interesting take. Uh, it was a cool, cool thing to observe as I was editing. Um, but yeah, uh, always great talking to Bob. Got another great one coming. We did a, <laughs> we did a goats after dark. We did it. It's a chick chief edition. Uh, I, we've been trying to do this forever, but to try to get this many people on the same page is is like time, like scheduling, basically, and different time zones is it's difficult. And it ended up, I thought it was less people until we got on. It was six people plus me. So there's seven people. And I thought it was going to be a shit show, like trying to trying to balance all the people. And, and it was actually great. Like they did an amazing job. I was joking with my wife that if that had been a bunch of dudes, we probably would have been like talking over each other. And like it probably wouldn't have worked, which is probably why I had that concern. But uh, it was amazing. I had a, I had a great time. That'll be next week's episode i think uh so stay tuned for that that one was so fun i think y'all will very uh i think you'll i had a very good time i think you all will enjoy the hell out of it um but yeah if you want to support us uh hit us or or contact us god i can't even think 
I got to do the contact us thing first. That's my normal rhythm. Uh, if you if you <laughs> if you want to contact us, hit us up. Don't give up the shit podcast at gmail.com. You can Facebook message us. Don't give up the shit podcast. Or you can DM us on Instagram, Reddit, or Discord at DGS Podcast. If you want to support us, like I said earlier, go to dguspodcast.com. There's a donate button in the upper right hand corner of the website, or you can go to Don't Give Up the Ship Apparel. It's dgutsapparel.com. Get yourself some naval pride and heritage gear. You'll actually wear in public. Dope stickers, all the stuff you've seen in the ad at the beginning. Uh, it's a lot of cool stuff. More to come. Uh, and then you can go to patreon.com slash dguspodcast. Pick one of the five tiers. Become a, become a patron today. And it helps us pay our bills. Helps us do cool, cool stuff like this desk chair. All right. My brand new. You can't see it because I got my trick hoodie on it, but. Uh, <laughs> I got this new chair um, because uh, of the support of all of you dope human beings. Like I, my desk chair was doing this thing I, while we were recording the chief, the chief Bob episode, uh, this episode, the, my chair won't, it, the old chair won't stay like up, like when you elevate it. And for otherwise, like if I'd be recording the podcast like this, the frame would be like, I'd be like s- super low and look ridiculous. And I couldn't get my chair to stay up, so I was just fine. I was messing with it. I was trying to figure it out. I tried to fix it. Um, wouldn't work, so I finally just gave up. And and I looked for an ergonomic chair because I sit, I sit a lot. My back hates me. I'm old and rickety. Um, so I got an ergonomic desk chair. It's gray. It's beautiful. It's got rollerblade wheels on it. Um, and I did that with my business card. I was able to use the business account to pay for this thing. I didn't have to come out of pocket for it. And it's all because of you get you all that are willing to support. And I can't thank you enough. Like it's, it's incredible to be able to do things like that. I, I was happy if this is, this has always been a passion project. Um, I like, I hope it becomes a viable job as someday. That would be really cool. But even if it's only just like a hobby, like the fact that you, you all are willing to support me and allow me to do things like this. So I don't have to come out of my own pocket uh, to pay for these things. Like I can't even, I know it just, it's just a chair, but like I was thinking, I've been thinking about it all week. Uh, I ordered it and then as I received it and built it yesterday and put it together and it's super comfortable. I love it. Um, I just, I can't, I can't thank you all enough. Um, so that's, that's the kind of like, it's not just things like that. I was like, we pay all the bills, like all the subscription fees and you know, there's all kinds of, uh, you know, with the website, the RSS feed, the sometimes we do ads on social media, shit like that. But um, all the things cost money and we really, really appreciate your support and it allows us to do things like this. Get a dope chair that like doesn't suck and keeps me at the right height when we're recording. And, you know, it's incredible. Um, and yeah, uh, I, I, you know, I guess that's it. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm super grateful. That's where I'm, that's where my head is at. I'm in my feels a little bit. Uh, That's it. That's what I got for you today. Thank you so much for listening and don't give up the ship. Hey, shout out to all our level five patrons, Victoria Livingood, William McIver, and Mark Galagos, all our other patrons. We really appreciate your support. Helps to pay all the bills, expand the platform, and we couldn't do it without you. Thank you so much.